Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Call into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What, what are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, El Jefe. Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. This is your hideout. This is our second day of being here this week. So uh, congratulate us by calling. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also uh, here in the hideout with us this evening, Tommy Bateman, producer, Chunks, mans the talk and roll controls, and currently at the helm of the phones, intern number two. Um, our other intern, Vladimir Putin, is doing some research for a guest that we're going to be having on later on this evening. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. In fact, last night for the first time in a while... I was up late chatting on it. Oh, really? Chatting with the listeners, seeing what was going on. Okay, specifically just a couple of chicks. Uh, and all the du- other dudes would say, hey, what's going on? I'd immediately hit that escape, escape button uh, so that they would no longer uh, show up. But um, anyway, uh, Real Radio Hideout, AOL Instant Messenger, that goes through producer Tommy Bateman. If he likes it, thinks it's good enough, he'll send it on to me, and then I will read it on the air. Um, Dubs, let's start with the Hideout 7. The seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock tonight on this very radio show. Uh, Seven seems like too much. Can we just do five today? Oh, I wish. And the show would only be an hour and a half long. Nice. I like. Okay, fine. You win. Which rock star will call in tonight? Believe it or not, there will be one who is going to call in, mm-hmm. and uh, we will chat it up. It should be a He's lot of fun. He's definitely a rock star. What can we do to help the potential G-string ban? There is a movement that is a I don't like to think about G-strings and movements in the same sentence. But it's happening, and we want to uh, to help out as best we can mm. and really uh, help you, the beautiful woman of Central Florida. Black licorice. Is there, is there really a script dudes follow when cheating? On the show tonight will be Elizabeth Landers, author of the book called The Script. Is she the rock star? No. No. Okay, we have two guests on then. Two guests tonight. Okay. Actually, three, because we're supposed to have a George Lucas expert at some point during this hour as well. So there's a lot to get done. Um, but apparently there's a script. Whenever a guy is cheating, it's almost like the same things happen like every time. There's certain signs and almost uh, certain things guys say whenever they're cheating. Now, we got this book, the script, and we're going to, you know, I looked over it, and it's very pro-woman. You know, it's very get your guy, make sure you get as much money as you can. Well, at least that's what it seems like. It's, it's the anti-likus. 
So, so what we're gonna do is, um, it's really good for you guys to listen and know, hey, am I doing this? And if so, I need to break the pattern so that I don't get busted. Or as a public service to the women who are listening as well, you can then point out, hey, Billy does that. Maybe I should take note. So that's coming up this evening. Um, what does President Bush find absurd? There was something that he literally said was absurd. Okay, fine, I'll tell you. Human rights. But there's other things, apparently. There are other things he finds absurd. Now, uh, did he say absurd and did he spell it out correctly? Doubt it. Doubt it. I, I mean, I, I would like someone, like, uh, whenever he's doing one of these speeches... And uh, when we're asking questions, I'd just like someone to say, hey, can you spell that last word he said? And see how he does on it. Come on, who here could do it? None of us could do it. Uh, If I was president, you're damn sure I could spell absurd. In defense of him, America is full of awful spellers because of a little thing called spell check. What is that? I'm glad they finally put it on instant messenger. There's spell check out there? Yes. I need to get on that. Yeah, because I've got... I didn't know that technology existed. I've gotten complaints about you and your so-called professional emails. Hmm. Uh, are American history books sugarcoating topics like the Russian history books are? What should go on the hideout portion of RealRadio.fm? Because Catherine, our program director, gave us homework. <laughs> Gotta love that. We got homework. She goes, because we're trying to build the uh, our portion of the website... And she goes, so will this be done by tomorrow? No. Great. I'll see you tomorrow with it then. So she wants us to think up a website and kind of write it down, maybe even draw pictures of it? I guess. I'm just going to have, like, a gerbil running a wheel. That's That was my thought process last night, so there you go. Enjoy that. Make it work. What if we took back and it was just nothing but, like, pictures of animals? <laughs> Like, it was the third grade and, like, crayon drawings. Just bring, bring your collage, you know, of just, like, stuff you like. And, you know, whenever you made a collage in high school, it all, always just ended up with Corvettes. For some reason, everybody liked Corvettes. Corvettes and Bulldogs. And your favorite sports team. That's the way the collage was in high school. Let's do hideout collages. That would be fun. You think? Why did you put a Corvette in this uh, collage? Oh, that's going to be my car when I get older. That's been my dream car. That was just really it, the first ad you saw. Right, when you're flipping through the magazine. When you're going through I really the, like the Altima. When you're going through Dad's uh, gun uh, magazines at home and Mom's Yeah, glamour. Field and Stream. Right. I really like Nugent. All right, Bateman says his portion of the site's going to be filled with naked pictures of various people who work around here. <laughs> Just going to superimpose their head? I'm hoping that I won't have to do that. <laughs> he calls it surveillance. Website prep when he's camped out outside of their houses. You know where they live? Of course I do. I have phone numbers, too. Really? Steve, you're in a hideout. Hey, g'day, guys. I've got, a, got an idea for your website. Yeah. Instead of a gerbil on a wheel, how about you get a life-size wheel and have chunks running in it in your bra and panties? All right, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. I wish you'd actually do that and maybe you'd look respectable in bra and panties. You're not so flabby. Hmm. Oh, by the way, I talked to Catherine today, too, and uh, we're buttoning up your whole thing about going out to gay days. 
Great. You're out there, brother. Wow. And I mean that, out there. That's going to be you. I can't wait. You're going to be on the cover of Out Magazine. Again. Enjoy it. Hey, that first one, I, I was very drunk. We don't well, talk that, about that. That was for my car, our Coyote Ugly gig. Yeah, up okay. in DC. So, um, finally, Dubs, the, uh, the last question that we want to answer before 11 o'clock. We'll answer it now. Who was Deep Throat? Apparently, Deep Throat has been revealed. Um, you can go to any website and, uh, and see who this, uh, the Washington Post is confirming the Deep Throat ID. He was a former FBI official. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was Paris Hilton. She wasn't even alive during that whole Nixon thing. Oh, is this about Nixon? Yeah. It was the anonymous source who leaked the secrets about the Watergate cover-up to the Post. Wasn't it Bruce Flanch? I thought that was deep throat. No, that was... I, I don't even... Bruce Are you talking about the guy that's on Hollywood Square? Yeah. No. I always thought that was him. No, this, I, is, yeah, this I, is an FBI official. So hmm. anyway, uh, apparently... This guy's he's 91 years old. Yeah. Deep throat is. Star Jones. I just told you that it's a he, and he's 91. <laughs> and it's not Star Jones, then? No. I always thought she was deep throat. She likes food? Yeah. Three feet deep on a sandwich. No, it's not Star Jones. Hmm. Um. Anyway, he was he was the second in command, this guy was. The Rock 90- Hudson. Okay, come on. Wasn't you, he? No. That was he. Rock Hudson was not deep throat. He was he was around then. I, I guess he was alive then, but I didn't think he had anything to do with the Nixon administration. Well, I've been lied to. This Fowlerville education taught me nothing. Is this what you're learning in Fowlerville? Yeah, I heard. Uh, you know, he was deep throat. So anyway, he um he even kept this secret from his family, all the way up to about 2002. I th- I knew it was a secret who deep throat was, but I thought we had it narrowed down to the Fab Five. Are you talking about Queer Eye? Yeah. Okay, why? I thought that's what we had narrowed down to. I thought that's why we gave him a show to figure out who it was. No, I, I don't even. What? Then I'm. Th- do you? Are we on the same page? Not- I think so. We're talking about Deep Throat. Yeah, the the source of the Watergate scandals for uh, Richard Nixon. I thought it was Roseanne. Roseanne Barr? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't she? <laughs> I, I I know she had a. I don't. I guess she was alive then, but she had to be like a child. That makes no sense. Yeah, well, I don't know what she was Stop. up to then. Stop. Yeah. The real deep throat. You're in the hideout. Hey guys, it's me, Chunks. <laughs> I'm the real deep throat. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming. I'm a dirty slut. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gay. Hmm. Get him off the phone. Stop calling in, pretty. Chunks. Or should we call you Deep Throat? Maybe that's your new name from now on, Chunks. <laughs> so anyway, the guy's name officially. Now, he he is the one who uh, Bob Woodward, Woodward uh, the source, yeah. was. The guy's name is Rod Roddy. That was Deep Throat. No, that's not the guy's name. It's not Rod Roddy. No? Come on down. No. Ew. That's why they called him that. Huh. Okay, can I finish the story? Can I tell you who Deep Throat was? Yeah, it was Louie Anderson, right? Host of the, uh, of, uh... Yeah, Louie Anderson, yeah. 
It's my uh, impression of Louis Anderson. I'm deep throat. Ah. I like how you make the throat gra- uh, gravy like ah. Okay, here's the real deep throat. Uh, again, hello? Hey, guys, it's, it's Jimmy D. I'm All right. <laughs> Jimmy D was not the real, he was not the source for the Nixon. So anyway, he I guess for some reason, I don't know if it was the Newsweek thing that spurred him to come out. Yeah, um, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor? Yeah, wasn't he? Is that the guy who was throwing confetti? Yeah. He's not political. This is a political guy. This is a guy who used to be in the FBI. Then why is he called Deep Throat? I don't understand it. I'll be honest, I don't know either. But apparently this W. Mark Felt. Who? Was Deep Throat. I, I, I still think it was Rod Roddy. It wasn't. Are you sure? Yes. Positive. Absolutely. It's everywhere. It's all over the news. He always wore those flashy jackets. I could swear. I, I could have swore it said that in the back of it. That doesn't mean that he was a. That doesn't mean. Hello. Dude, it's me. Who? You've been calling my nickname on here all night long, brothers. Is your nickname? Is this Maddox? Dude, it's Maddox. I heard you calling me by my nickname. Do you want me to call in? No, I didn't want you to call. What, dude, deep... my nickname is Deep Throat, dude. Okay. Me and my friends, that's what they call me. You know what else is deep? What? Eight. All right. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even... No. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you the source of what's been one of the longest kept secrets in media and politics. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Rod Roddy was like that either. Okay, you know what? We're going to take a break. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Deep throat. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs. Deep throat in the back. Man in the talk and roll controls. <laughs> 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. A lot to still get through this evening. Uh, three guests lined up to swing on through the hideout tonight, so it should be a lot of fun. Dubs, you said you had a concern you wanted to bring up on the air, though. Yeah, um, the last uh, few days, I've had a problem with cockroaches in my new apartment. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn, man. Um well- like, I've killed, like, five of them over the last two nights. You're killing them? Oh, yeah. What are you supposed to do with them? Scoop them into a glass and let them go outside. Why? You don't kill them. They're a living being. Shut up. They're uh, bugs. No, but, I mean, they, they're still living. When did you eat meat? Who cares? Well, because they're meant to be consumed, cows are. What are uh, cockroaches meant for? What's their What's their meaning? Hanging around the apartment. No, they are. It's, this isn't Joe's apartment. It's not an MTV movie. They're companions. This is Dub's apartment. Com- and I squash them in mine. Loving being. You really you really kill them? Oh, yeah. So when you're walking down the street and you see, like, a warm, earthworm or something, you step on it? No, it's not in my house. You come in my house, you're on my rules. Hmm. The only if there reason- was a worm in my uh, kitchen, yes, I'd kill it. The only reason I wouldn't step on them in the house is because I don't want to clean it up later. Yeah, have you ever, whenever you do step, and then you go got to go uh, grab, like, a tissue or something, and then you you 
wipe up the cockroach guts and it's like all crunchy and I stuff. Didn't, I didn't realize how much guts are in these uh, cockroaches. Like, I killed them last night, sprayed all over my counter. Lucky. What color was it? Did you play in the, the guts? A little bit. My cat can sniff them out. Like, this is what we do at night. Me and my cat, she'll go around and walk around and find them, and then I'll come and kill them. And she'll just give a big meow, and then I'll come over, and I know where you know they are. So she goes hunting at night for cockroaches, and I come out and kill them. It's a big stupid hunt going on at your apartment. It is. It's kind of fun, though. What, do you you put on a safari hat or something? I should. Camouflage your face? Look, it's beautiful. It's glorious. Look at the wingspan. All right, Stacy wants to know if they're cockroaches or palamento bugs. No, they're cockroaches. What's uh, a palamento bug? They're bigger, actually. What? They're about two times the size of a cockroach. They look a lot like them, though. Oh. Is it palamento? Palmetto? What is this? Intern number two, you know? It's called palmetto. Yeah, palmetto. Palmetto. And they they fly, too. Yeah. Like, they look oh. like cockroaches till you get to them, and they fly. And they, aren't they bigger as well? Yeah, they're about... They can go... I've seen the ones that go up to about, like, five inches. I remember this one time. I, was, I uh, wish I could. I went up... <laughs> I went over to my dad's apartment. He was living in a really crappy apartment. I went over to hang out. And um, I was ready to get in the shower. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you, man. I saw, I don't know if it was a water bug or what, but it was the size of a bratwurst, but thicker. Yum. And I, 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 to this day, I still have that mental image in What'd my mind. What would you do? I ran, screaming. Did you try to kill it? Hell no. I told, that's what dad's for. I was like little at the time. It's probably under the age of ten. Can I tell you my earliest memory as a human being? Yeah, has to do with a cockroach. I remember. Glad you said roach. My mom and dad fighting, like fighting, yelling at each other. And the only and but my my only memory is of looking at this roach swimming in a glass of orange juice. Why was it in a glass of orange juice? Because he lived in a roach infested apartment. But I just remember that sticking out in my mind. That's the earliest memory that I have of, of my parents fighting, looking yeah. at a roach and a, and a glass of orange juice. Yeah, my earliest memory is of a roach, too, but it was a... Yeah. <laughs> my dad used to call them little cigarettes. Puff, 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 pass with the family? Yeah. While you sit around watching Night Court? Mm-hmm. Judge Harry Anderson. So... So you and uh, Sadie Lou really go around? Yeah, here. yeah. She does the. Uh, she sniffs them out, and I'll tell you what, she can smell them anywhere. And actually, the next day, she's always sniffing right where I killed them. So I think she, there's still that scent of cockroach there. Yeah, I didn't even know they had smells. I guess so. I can't really smell them, but Sadie can. Remember that movie? Uh, it wasn't Tales from the Crypt, but it was something where um, God dog. It was like a bunch of vignettes together. It wasn't Tales from the Crypt, but it was an actual movie. Was it the one with Christian Slater in it? I don't know, but he, there was one where it was this guy who was afraid of germs. And he was living in the future, and his apartment becomes infested with cockroaches, and he dies that way. It, also in this movie, it was like there was a, a wooden Indian that w- ends up coming to life. Was it Tales from the Dark Side? Maybe Tales from the Dark It was Tales something, I think. Yeah, it must, has to be Tales from the Dark Side, then. Tells from the Crypt Keeper, maybe. No, Creep Show. Creep Show, okay. Creep Show is what it was. All right, yeah, because pe- it was like a ripoff of Tales from the Crypt. No, actually, I think that Creep Show came first. Really? 
I'm pretty sure. I thought the Tales from the Crypt, uh... Nah. Who cares? They both sucked anyway. I love Tales from the Crypt. See, that was great. It was a great... Ch- and the movies weren't that good, though. Like, the one they tried to do, like, the big, like, Cemetery Gates and all that kind of stuff. Tales from the Hood? Tales from the Hood was good. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But cri- that, that's what it was. Crip, creep Show. Creep Show, and there yeah. were There were, like, two or three different kinds of them, too. Man, those were great. I had to go rent those, see if they hold up. Why don't you just rent uh, Joe's Apartment? No, because it was... Th- and this was before Joe's Apartment. All right, I call it Dub's Apartment now. Ugh. Well, that is his real name, Joe. Joe's Apartment was the worst... <laughs> Worst movie ever. Joe really, it was an MTV movie. How could you say that was going to be a bad movie? It was their first one, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. And they've just gone up in uh, so what's greatness. The, all right, what's the best way to get rid of roaches? Move. Well, we uh, we have exterminators coming. He just, he just coming. signed a lease. I know. <laughs> we, just, uh, we got exterminators coming in in two days, and we've got a bunch of those little roach motels sitting around, which I think they're working because the first night that we had them, they were really fast. But now... They're, like, all high and slowed down, so I think... Uh, Does Sadie Lou eat them? No. Well, we don't allow her to. I'm sure she would. Let her eat them. No. Roaches aren't toxic. If they were in those uh, little roach motels, they might be now. Let her eat them, please. No. She's not going to eat them. Little roach buffet. Jason, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, yeah, that movie was Creep Show, and uh, there were four different stories. The two you named, and then... Uh, they were based on Stephen King's short stories. Oh, okay. That's and what... there was the other one where the, the, the meteor landed and hit in the guy's backyard, and he started turning into some kind of vegetation. That's right. I remember that. And then there was the one of, like, the kids going out swimming on the lake, and there was that big blob. Correct. The blob was grabbing them all. And, yeah, and then the, the one with the meteor, that was Stephen King playing that part that slowly turned into that's turned right. into vegetation overnight. In his older movies, he used to play, uh, like, in a lot of small parts. He used to do a he, lot more he stuff. He showed up in every movie that was based on uh, on his novels, which, uh, as bad as the movies were, probably wasn't a real good career decision. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it, buddy. Like Sleepwalkers. I want to say there's a creep show, too. I think so. I think there was more than one. All right, people are saying the roaches may be because of the weather. Ooh, someone could have a filthy apartment. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm surprised that I don't have roaches because I've been real bad about keeping them in my place lately. My, You know my apartment's spotless, though. I got. I bet that drives your chick insane. Yeah, it does. She keeps. She keeps. She does keep a really nice apartment. Yeah, I mean the place is spotless, and she uh, and like she's just so frustrated with it because she says she's a clean person and everything. So what number two? It's probably somebody that's like you know above you or next to you. If you have really filthy neighbors, the walls here are really thin. <laughs> that they just kind of come on over. Oh, what if it's that? What if it's some grody neighbor? I'd hate to have a grody neighbor. Awesome. <laughs> I would rather have a very bossa nova one. We're talking about movies from the 80s, but I can't say grody. <laughs> the hell? I'm trying to bring that back. Hopefully your neighbor's apartment isn't gnarly. <laughs> I've seen your neighbor. Bogus. I Let's go that, hang 10. I think that's where it's coming from. Your neighbor. Which one? Or it could be you. No. I'm not allowed to be dirty at my place. Man, yeah, when I came over to your place the other night, I felt bad because I hadn't showered. And I felt like I, you could definitely smell me because the place was so clean. Yeah, you contaminated it. We had to clean all over again. You just do that every time a minority comes over. Oh, yeah. That's why we wanted the second bathroom. You know where they could be coming from? They could be coming from your dirty ears. 
the roaches. It's true. Now, is that true about road cockroaches? Uh, they'll uh, uh, crawl on your ear? Mm-hmm. Come on, you've seen Star Trek. Remember Star Trek, like, two or three? No. Where the roach would crawl into the ear and it turned them evil? Yeah. Yeah, come on. That's a real, uh, that's real life. Or, uh, Men in Black. There's another one. Mm-hmm. Less manly you're in the hideout. Hey, I want to welcome you guys to Florida, and, and roaches are just part of the deal. Uh, oh. it, it doesn't matter if you're clean or if you're dirty, those damn bastards will get into your house. Now, even if you keep on, uh, if you uh, get an exterminator or something, you're still not going to get rid of them? Well, that, that's about your best bet, but still, you know, when it gets wet outside, they're looking for uh, someplace dry, and wait till you get ant problems. Oh, That's boy. another thing you'll probably come across. All right, Catherine went telling us about this. Why the hell did we move here? <laughs> this is hell. <laughs> you're going to be sleeping tonight. You're going to get an itch. And you go, is that an itch or is it a bug? By the way, have you ever done that before? No. I was living in Houston. Actually, it makes a little bit of sense now, being the climate, because when I was in Houston, there were a lot of roaches there, too, Living when I was living with my ma. And I was asleep one night. All right, I want you to think about this. Okay. So you're sleeping in your bed. And I was a kid, so it was a bunk bed. My stepbrother was sleeping on the top bunk. Hot. And we're sleeping, middle of the night sleeping. Like you would here in Florida, kind of muggy outside, mm-hmm. but whatever, you know. Then all of a sudden I felt something crawl across my neck. Sexy. I jump out of my bed going insane. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? Was it your brother? No. Hmm. Unfortunately, it was another large roach that was there on the wall staring me back in the face like I just violated you. You got raped by a roach? No! That's so hot. Stop! (laughs) Or was it your uh, dad in a roach suit? Okay, come on. Oh, God, no more! Peter, you're in the hideout. What's up? (laughs) Hey, uh, I heard your conversation about I could probably answer most of your questions about roaches. I've been doing this for a while. I will say this, though. The guy that was just on last that said uh, you have to live with him in Florida as part of the deal, that's what I always hear from somebody who lives like a pig and, uh, <laughs> and has him in their home their entire life because that's how they were raised and that's how they continue to live in their adult life. All right, so it's not so much you can get rid of roaches then. Absolutely. Um, the deal with roaches is this. First of all, with the apartment, it's a completely separate deal because you're subject to how the people were living before you who were living in that particular apartment. Also, what was brought up, about the people who live over, under, and alongside you, mm-hmm. uh, you're very much subject to how they live as well. Oh, because she, if they're living like sick. pigs, you're going to have problems. All right, you got to get your chick to go around and clean everybody's apartment. She'll do well, it. Well, the problem is food. If you're going to leave out protein and sugar, uh, you know, in, in the sinks underneath the dish, underneath the. Uh, I usually the throw stove. that away. Yeah. yeah if, if you keep if you keep clean, you'll be all right. But like I said, if the people alongside you are, are living like pigs, you're they're going to come underneath those walls and along yeah. the pipes and travel into your unit, and you're going to have oh, a man. problem as well. Oh, th- thanks for the thanks for the info, Peter. Appreciate no that, problem. buddy. I'm glad I don't have any furniture or food now. <laughs> you're just living in a yeah, playing protein laying around the carpet though. Sometimes. <laughs> so dirty. <laughs> How is it living with chunks? Great. We'll take a break. We'll come back. He was walking around this morning while I was trying to sleep, and he's just like eating like 18 bagels at a time. I can tell that bagels are something you should eat, chunks. That's really good for but your he physique. But steal, he steals all my cream cheese too. Yeah, it's just That's like not cream s- cheese. Slabs it on. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Are you like- 
Chicken soup for the bloodthirsty soul. Real radio. Jerry and Sherry are living the good life. Jerry has a very big title. Okay, king me. And Sherry, an exceptional compensation plan. Mom, I love you a gazillion kisses. Yes, Jerry and Sherry are doing very well. Spend something on your family that shows them what they're worth. Spend your time from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For ideas on spending time with your family, visit family.mormon.org. Attention, everybody! This is what not to wear when riding your bike. Headphones are a definite no-no. You won't be able to hear what's going on around you. You shouldn't wear any kind of loose clothing that might catch in the wheels or chain of your bike. Your shoes should be good for biking. Flip-flops, sandals, claws, and bowling shoes are out. Avoid dark clothes. Remember, you need to be visible when biking. Production paid for by a grant from the Florida Department of Transportation. Good thinking from Florida Safe Kids Coalition. Uh, it's the hideout. Steven, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, uh, that there was a creep show too. Okay. It was it was not done by George Romero that did the first one. He was the guy that did Night of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead and all that. Oh, I didn't realize he had done that. Okay. Yeah, so he had done Creep Show, and then the second one, the only one I can really remember from that is the one where all the kids go out on the raft in yeah. the lake. Yeah. And there's like an oil slick on the lake, and it comes over and like everything that goes into it gets eaten. Yeah, I definitely. That was definitely part two. Oh, okay, it was too. All right, because I definitely remember that one. And the the kids end up escaping, not to ruin it for you since it was made 10, 15 years ago, but the kids escape from the raft, and they make it ashore, and then the blob comes up and eats them on shore. It's the nice. coolest, coolest thing you've ever seen. Now, you also want to see uh, the, uh, not the creep show, but the tales uh, from the dark side. That one was really good, too. Really? Uh, a very young Christian Slater in it. Oh wow! Okay, all right. I, you know, he finds need, a mummy. I need to hit up the movie, uh, the movie store. Uh, quick break. Back. Hideout. Row Radio. One hundred four point one. Yeah. Welcome back into the Hideout. Row Radio. One hundred four point one. Half and Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We said a rock star's calling in tonight, and uh, joining us in the hideout right now in Central Florida, Eddie Money. Eddie Money, welcome to the hideout on Real Radio. How are hey, you? Thanks for great, man. I've heard a lot of great things about the show. Pretty I, crazy show you guys are running there. Uh, yeah, I heard they dropped the charges. Congratulations. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> we're running free and clear. The Taste of Pinellas three-day event this weekend at Vinoy Park in downtown St. Petersburg. All the benefits going to uh, Children's Hospital. Children's Hospitals. And, um, very important. You know, very important. So like us, we sell T-shirts for the Elizabeth Glacier. Let me ask you, do you do you do you take the time to really read what is said about you or you're like, ah, screw it, I'm uh I'm I'm Eddie Money. No, I you know, I you know. They say a lot of good things. Well, they always talk about me being a cop, and you know, all talking about me and my, you know, my drug building days. And I mean, I was been on the road with the Rolling Stones, and I played with the Who, and I rode with those, you know, Fleetwood Mac and Tom Petty, and I mean, I played with everybody in the world. I mean, we kicked some ass, major ass out there. But it, it's really a, it's a really cool show, you know. And uh, 
it's uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, you know. It really is. What are, what are, what are people going to expect then when they're coming out seeing Eddie Money at the Taste of Pinellas on Sunday uh, down at? Uh... Well, you know, I'll tell you what they're going to get is is you know my weight is down. I quit smoking cigarettes. My voice sounds really great. You close your eyes, we sound a lot like the record. We open up. We used you know we've got twenty three songs in the top one hundred, so I can open up with anything where uh, maybe hold on or two tickets to Paradise to take me home tonight. I want to go back and take them about. But we open up the show. Uh, J Dub with, uh, with two tickets, then we go right into Think of My Love, then I break out the horn for one to go back, and, uh, you know, we dedicate a couple of songs to the troops overseas in Iraq, and, uh, yeah, we do My Friends, My Friends, just me and a harmonica and a piano with, you know, it's real sensitive, and, uh, I don't know, you know, the people really seem to be having a great time, and, uh, you know, it's a great little rock and roll sound. Tamper is just a, We've got a lot of problems. The promoters already told me I got a bigger guest list than the Rolling Stones, you know. Nice. <laughs> so we got to cut. We got to come back on the guest, but it should be a terrific show. It really should. Eddie Money joining us in the hideout of Real Radio. You talk about not doing the cigarettes anymore and all. Now being all like cleaned up and off that kind of stuff. Do you find that it's just really a better you know, performance? I'm, I, I'm cleaned up, but I'm still looking for some clean urine. You know, I'm talking about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> aren't we all? That's my way of cleaning. I'm up. only teasing, huh? Aren't, aren't we all? But is, do you find that you're able to focus a lot more now than 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 back then in the in the insane party well, you days? Know, I gotta, I gotta tell you the truth, you know, Bill Graham was my manager. He was a rock adversario out of San Francisco. He brought Led Zeppelin to this country and he turned people on to Aretha Franklin as Otis Redding. This guy was a great promoter. He died tragically in a helicopter accident back in the early 90s. Uh, you know, I used to knock down a lot of the bevies and stuff, but I've always done my shows kind of straight, you know. I, I've always had a lot of trouble afterward, you know. I mean, it's like going to the track. You know, I don't pay to get in the track. I just show when the doors open after the seventh race and they let everybody in, I pick up a program off the ground and bet the last two races. You know how I am, you know. Right. I'm a garbage head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, guys? It's like the hideaway, man. I'm one of the fans out there, you know? I, I, now, let me ask you this, Eddie. Whenever you're, whenever you get off stage, what do you do to unwind or, or calm down or, I mean, it can you? You know, it's really tough getting off stage because, uh, I'm all wound up like a, like a Christmas tree, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you get out there, and you got all your endorphins going, there's always a lot of, a lot of pretty chicks out there, and you know, they're always on some guy's shoulders, and before you know it, people end up doing shaking, everybody's taking the tops off. Hey, we don't want that, that taste of vanilla, we want a family show out there, but, I mean, it's really exciting, and, uh, it's really, you know, it's really, I get very, very up for these shows, and then I'm out there, I'm out there signing t-shirts to the Elizabeth Glacier Pediatrics AIDS Foundation, and it's a good thing, guys, because, I mean, I, I talk to fans, and because I've had this opportunity to talk to the fans out there buying shirts, I mean, I heard a really great set list. I mean, the, the fans out there told me what to put in the set list. Like, I put, give me some water back in the set list. I put, save a little room in your heart to me back in the set list. Take a little bit. I mean, some really great old Eddie Money songs that people haven't heard in a long time. And uh, i got to tell you, the critics have been good to me. Everybody's been having a great time at the shows. And it's really a lot of fun. It really is. Eddie Money, Taste of Pinellas, three-day event this weekend. Vinoy Park, downtown St. Petersburg. Benefits all children's hospitals. If the concerts are free, they make the money for the hospital from the beverage and the food sales. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would I'd say we're going to be kicking in some extra money for the kids out of my own pocket. And we're going to get some money from the, uh, you know, from the T-shirt sales to help these kids out. Because, you know, uh, these children's hospitals are very, very important. And there's a lot of young families out there that don't really have the insurance 
then another family would have. And when these kids get sick, I mean, the only thing, there's nothing worse than seeing a sick kid. You know that as well as I do. I mean, you see these little kids dying of leukemia in the hospital or, or, or AIDS or anything, it, it'll break your heart. And you got a lot of great, you, get, you know, these people that are putting on the show, the state of vanilla, it's a very, very popular event. The food's going to be fantastic. And, uh, and bring your, bring your pocketbook, man. Help these kids out. I'm going to be helping them out myself. All right, Eddie Money, thanks for joining us in the hideout, bro. Hey, I want to say, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. This hideaway, I want to say hi to Pizza Head, Carol, Zoda, and, and, and Francis, because they, they, when they found out I was doing your show, they were all excited. And everybody wants to five seconds of pain. You know that guy. Thanks, brother. We appreciate it, Eddie. Thank hey, you. Hey, see you, Seth. Come on down to some shake with the money, man. We're going to find fun. All right, Sunday, brother. babe. Rock and roll, man. Rock. All right, brother. Casey of the Sunshine Band on Friday, Survivor and 38 Special. Survivor? Yes, on Saturday. 38 Special? And then Eddie Money on Sunday. I'm there. Rounding I'm, it out. I'm serious. That sounds like a great time. EddieMoney.com, the website. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Survivor. Welcome back to the Hideaway. Instant Messenger, Real Soft. Radio Hideaway. <laughs> Southpaw. F.A. South Dubs. Jersey. Uh, Real, Real Radio 104.1. Eddie Money. I and thought we were going to come back with some Eddie Money. That's what he gets for calling it the Hideaway. You know what? I can't believe we were even fooled by that interview. Hmm. Where was Maddox? It did sound like Maddox, didn't it? I did play, I did play an Eddie Money song. We went back to, from the other break. That was Eddie Money. I'll play another one. There's only, two in, there's only two in the system. All right, hold on. I'll, I'll get you another one. Uh, Thank you. Now, uh, The Hideaway. Do you ever get offended by that, J-Dubs, when people can't remember the name of this show? No, because I'm pretty used to especially when we first started out. The Hideaway was the the normal. And it's, and it's not like hideout is difficult to remember. No. But now here's the thing though, I don't fault Eddie Money. First of all, I credit Eddie Money for trying. Yeah. Because he's just knows that he's talking to a couple of douchebags on the radio and he's gonna try to personalize it. But it's almost it's almost even worse when you get it yeah. wrong. Yeah, That's it's, like what, it's like self destructive right there. It's one of those moments like whenever you meet somebody and you meet him again. Yeah, and then you get their name wrong. Like you meet a Bill and then you call him a Bob next time. Right. But Normally, when I don't remember someone's name... It's you. Hey, you. What's up, man? What's up, brother? What's up, dude? How you doing? Dude! You know how many... For the longest time, there were people around here that I didn't remember who they were. They're still dude to me. Yeah, there are a few... I am, I am terrible with names. There are a lot of dudes rolling around this place right now. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> like Jimmy. Jimmy D, I felt bad for the longest time. Jimmy dude? I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, the D, D stands for dude. Or, uh... Well, other things. But there was, yeah, Hideaway is always the... Um, yeah, that's how... And it always makes me think of, like, a Hideaway bed. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like, you know, like, that's what they're thinking about. Like, you know, it's like one of those couch beds. All right, is this real? You can just talk on the air, Chunk. Yeah, he said he says he was listening. You know, they're in town. Said says he was listening, too. No kidding. Yeah. All right, Dubs. The drummer from 38 Special. Nice. Gary. Gary, welcome yeah, I heard one of you guys get real excited a little while ago. I figured I'd give you a call. Well, Thank you, man. You 
Is this for real? You, you this pulling is for our... real. Yeah, I'm Gary Moffat. I live here in Orlando. Nice. We're, we're playing Saturday at Pinellas Park, or the, to taste of Pinellas at the Vinoy uh, Renaissance or whatever now, it is right out there. Do you guys still tour, or is this like some kind of like little special thing you guys are doing? No, guys... no. I just got back. Uh, shoot, we just did a bunch of shows at Skinner. We played the Charlotte NASCAR thing last weekend. Nice. Um, we played Fort Knox with Skinner. Uh, Sunday, I think it was, and I just got back yesterday. Yeah, we do 100, 100, jo- 100 shows a year. Wow. All over North America and nice, Puerto Rico. Man. and. What uh, What's your favorite place to perform? When you knew, like you say, this is a 38 special kind of town. Say that again? Like, where where do you go and, like, you guys pull, like, the biggest crowd? Where is the funnest place to perform for you guys? Well, you know, I used to think all the rednecks were uh, down south, but uh, they're <laughs> no. all over the freaking place. Yeah, like, uh, uh, I grew up I, in Michigan, and there's just nothing yeah, but rednecks Yeah, we got a there. good crowd up in Michigan, man. Uh, what was that place up there? Uh, the Pine Knob. Oh, Remember Pine Knob, Throb yeah. at the Knob? <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ted Nugent used to do that all the time up there. <laughs> you know, do you know Uncle Ted? Uh, I've met him a few times. He's a little too hyper for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can get that way. That guy's, uh, yeah. yeah, he's uh, something. Else. Well, I, I appreciate you, you uh, checking well, in. Are you guys definitely gonna come? I want to come. Well, I, I didn't make know your what... presence known. I'd like to like to meet you. Oh, uh, definitely. Here's the thing. Again, it's uh, out in Pinellas in uh, downtown St. Petersburg, and it's it's actually benefiting all of the uh, children's hospitals. They're getting the money through the uh, beverage and food sales. Friday night, it's Casey and the Sunshine Band. Saturday, Survivor and Thirty Eight Special, and Sunday, uh, Eddie Money. I promise you, I'll be there Saturday. Okay, great. Hey, we appreciate it, Gary. I look forward to meeting y'all. All All right, we'll talk to you, buddy. Thank you. Take it easy. That was very nice of him. Yeah. So hold on loosely And don't let it go That was kind of cool. You're gonna lose control I'm a great singer. Maybe you'll let me come and sing the song with them. All right, now you gave me crap about wanting to get on stage with Slipknot, but... You want to get on stage up there with uh, 38 Special? And Survivor. I love that. I th- although, if you do it, though, I think you wear the whole, you do the whole Slipknot bit with the mask. No, no, I do the whole, uh, you know, kind of Top Gun bit where I'm wearing, you know, a shirt and have a volleyball with me. And the odd thing is that one volleyball would barely hide uh, one of your nipples. They're so large. Maybe I need two then. By the way, we went swimming the other day, you and me. Yeah. And I know I'm hideous. You are losing weight. Yeah, I am. You know what's funny? Your nipples look like fists. Uh, Yeah, as I I get smaller, my nipples stay the same size. It's crazy. That's like, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, it's kind of like a good thing when I gain weight, and then it's a bad thing when I lose weight. I'd rather just be a big fat ass if I had nipples like that, because I noticed you almost got a six-pack going. Like, I'm, getting, I'm getting there where I you can tell that there is it's not just a fat stomach, but there's like some muscle. Yeah. But then you see the big meat fists on your. That's chest. what I'm telling you. I want to get a boob job. How about this? How about I just grab some scissors? You know what? I have tried to uh, burn them off before. I've tried to uh, cut them with uh, I don't believe razor. You. No, I, I no when way. I was when I was in uh, middle school and I was very very. Uh, Self-conscious? Self-conscious about them. I've, uh, I took a lighter to them once, and I took a razor blade to them once. Do it now. I can't. It would hurt way too bad. And it hurt for, like, weeks. You can't wear a shirt, barely. Well, you took a razor to it? Yeah, I tried to pop it. Are you kidding me? No. I tried to drain it. I thought maybe if I drained <laughs> it. All milk come out? Not a lot of blood, though. Ew. 
and blood like a pig. I thought I thought I did something uh, good though. I thought you know, hey, it is draining. It's the swelling's going down. You're dirty. I'm not dirty. I tell you what, I'll fix your booby problems, your nipple problems with scissors. No. Give me a machete. I think I need a Do machete. Do it with your teeth and you got a deal. You want to bite them? You want to tweak them? If I can literally take a chunk off, I'll do it. I don't care. I think that's like gay rage right there. No, it's not. Like Dub- I'm angry at your nipple. I love it so much. Dub's rage. That's so hot. It wouldn't be fair yes, if you were in a boxing match because it was like four fists. <laughs> Always protecting yourself. They need gloves. Well, they they kind of are like, you know, red and everything, so they look like gloves. Uh, I know I'm exaggerating when I say fists. You know pencil erasers? Yeah. But like the big pencils you would yeah, take like, for pencil break? <laughs> no, no, like the... The the big pencils like you get at uh, like a theme park. That's what I'm saying for pencil break that everybody oh. would bring to school and be like, ha, you you got your little puny pencil. I got this log. You got an eraser that would go at the end of a log for nipples. <laughs> Rick, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Rick, hey. yo, how you doing? What's, What's up, up, man? What's up, dude? Hey, you guys are funny. Thank you. <laughs> I just have one thing to say before I ask my question. Mm-hmm. Um, the what? I can't understand what he was saying. I don't know. Did anybody get that? No. Hmm. I think he said, "Hey, Dubs, what's up with that?" I'm the real deep throat. <laughs> was he choking on your nipple? Let's take a break. We'll come back. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. When you're in the middle of love making with your chick, does she give attention to them? No. I wear a shirt. It's a smart idea. It's a belly shirt. Yeah. I have a, I have a certain, like, it's almost like a sports bra I wear. Yeah, I was going to say, you should at least do a cutoff. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Gary, the uh, drummer from um, 38 Special, checking in along. I'm with, definitely going to get down there for the show on Saturday. Along with Eddie Money. That would be fun. We haven't made it down to that part of Florida yet. No, over, down. I don't know what you consider it. That's over, that's, that's over toward Tampa, right? Yeah, it's over by Tampa, but I'm not sure. All right, how about we go to the show? Then we hang out with the guys in the band. Maybe we had a little scrub club, blah, blah, blah. I Why? like that. Why are you talking like that? Uh, imagine going to a strip club, walking in, Survivor on one side, 38 Special on the other. Oh, are you kidding me? What number two? Bring the poon on. Tampa has the best strip clubs in all of That's Florida. That's what I hear. Everyone says that. And we're going with rock stars. <laughs> Clear your schedule, Gary. We're going after the show. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, unplanned, I guess, but that was nice. We'll take a quick one, and then we'll come back and do some more uh, what we call radio show for you. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Radio 104.1. I can't wait till Saturday now. <clears throat> Tepe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I was just thinking about it, too. When I was talking about my parents. Yeah. Uh, my earliest memory is of the two of them fighting. Mm-hmm. And I... And how old do you think you were at that point? Between two and four. I don't oh, really... Okay. I want to say four. 
but it seems like it had to be earlier than that. But um, and then me looking like while they're yelling in the background, I'm looking at the cockroach swimming in the OJ. And um, the one thing I will say though is that I had pretty good parents, despite the fact that I don't know. The, all parents have, I guess, shortcomings. You know what I mean? But it's a tough job. Yeah, I mean, you know, people are only, you know, parents are just like any other person. But it, now I guess it turns out, Dubs, um, parents are going to start being fined if their kids skip school or arrive late. Yeah, um, I guess it's going on over in Arizona. Um, a $100 fine for the first time your kid is substantially late and $300, up to $300 then on out. A day for repeat offenders? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so uh, if, you, if you're late one time, your parents could get fined $100. You're late another time, it could be $300, and then on out, keeps on, you know. Is that fair? Going. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, especially if, like, you're, uh, you're a senior in high school and you're 18, your parents really don't have that control over you anymore where they can say, hey, you got to, you know... You got to be on at school on time. They aren't really responsible for that anymore. I don't think. See, I, I disagree with you. I think you start hitting the parents in the pocketbooks. That's what's going to start getting them. That's when they're going to make sure the kids showing up on time so much so maybe they even drop them off themselves. But you're screwing over the parents for something they really may not, you know, have any control over. Damn. And if you're uh, really pissed off your parents, hey, I'm going to be running like. 15, 20 minutes late to work, uh, into school today. Then, See how they like that. And then your parents will beat your ass. That's what would have happened. If I had been, if they had, they had this going on at South Grand Prairie High School when I was growing up, and I had shown up late once. Actually, if I showed up late once anyway, my dad would have beaten my ass. But if he had to pay money for it, it would have been insane what he would have done. He goes, oh, I had to spend $100? Here's your TV. Here's your $300, $400 TV. Throw it down the stairs. And then he's just going to waste more of his money. There you he go. bought that TV. Now he just wasted $500 in uh, one day. Actually, no, I bought that TV. What job did you have? <laughs> I got it from an insurance settlement. For what? I didn't know you ever had that kind of thing going on. Um, when I was a kid, it was so... I remember it, um, I remember it very well. Maybe because we were pulling out of a Wendy's and I had a Frosty. I was annoying my mom. I, was, I have to have a frosty. I have to have a frosty. So we went. And we got the frosty, mm-hmm. and we were in Houston. We were driving, and we get onto the main street, and a, a biker comes out. The biker hits my mom, and lands on the hood, and then rolls over. And what did you get money for? You spilled your frosty on yourself. Well, first of all, my mom was livid. Because you had to have your frosty. You and your goddamn frosty. Why'd you have to get your frosty? Because of this frosty, we're now in this trouble. I well, like a fruity drink. Come on. That's a chocolatey drink. <laughs> but um, it was the dude's fault. I mean, mm-hmm. he hit us. It was his fault. And I actually ended up getting hurt because I I I was actually I was putting my seatbelt on at the time we got hit, and I didn't get a chance to get it on all the way. And so I kind of went flying. I was sitting in the back seat. Yeah, and this was before there were real seatbelt laws. Yeah, yeah. But uh, So that's where I ended up getting the money. I still have that TV to this day. How much um, money did you get for that settlement? Dude, I ended up getting a grand. Wow. Like me personally. And my mom ended up getting something. 
you know, tow, and we had, you know, got another car and all that kind of stuff. Plus that the dude didn't have any insurance. Oh, so you guys sued him directly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, wow. A biker without insurance. That that that's just ridiculous. Why would you ever be on a on a in a vehicle? Period. Let alone a vehicle with only two wheels. If right. you don't have insurance. And we thought we killed a guy. Well, we didn't do anything, but we thought he was dead. Really? Yeah, he wasn't moving. He was just laying there. Big, fat, like, biker. Like, kind of the kind of biker that's stereotypical, you think, from, like, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Or, yeah. not, or uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. When he goes in and does the tequila thing. Mm-hmm. That kind of a biker. John, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? I just want to make a quick comment. Uh, the parents nowadays, if they can't even still touch the kids. If not, they're getting put in jail, so... Being you know, responsible for a hundred dollars, come on. You know what? And that's a good point, man. I hate that you can't beat your kid anymore. Yeah, I mean, especially now that you're, you, you know, if they're costing you money like that, I say, yeah. If they get you a ticket, you should be able to lay the whooping on them. Why wouldn't you be able to beat your kid? What's wrong? It's your kid. Beat him. But yeah. you don't think I should be able to kill cockroaches in my apartment? No, they're living things. Don't make me grab the chancla. I heard that constantly, and that's why I'm a well-adjusted adult. You seem like it. Do you think uh, parents should be fined for like every all their shortcomings with their kids, even when they're you know they're late? They uh, they raise a uh, child that shows up late to school, they get a fine. Maybe you know maybe if they uh, raise you know maybe if they their kid has no athletic ability at all and goes out for the basketball team, maybe they should get a fine for that. Right, well, Wasting that, time. No, that's not fair. Because I mean, you want the kid that tries. That's more about learning a life's lesson. Yeah, but you know that kid that always goes out every year and never makes a team. All right, the first time, I can see you like, hey, I think I'm pretty good. I can play pretty good against my sister in the driveway. But after you lose the first year, you shouldn't be able to go out ever again. You mean like a Jelly Roll Johnson? No, I was good. I kicked ass. I, here's one who I think should be fined if they could if they could hold it up. Okay. Parents who overfeed their kids. That's child abuse. That could be, yeah. Will you overfeed your kids? In fact, I'm in line at the movies. When I went to the movies over the weekend, mm-hmm. and what the kids are demanding, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, and the parent was like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, this is coming out of the guy that says I need a Frosty. Hey, if my mom had said no, maybe I wouldn't be a fat ass. <laughs> maybe if I said, hey, I needed a Frosty, and then she picked up the chocolate and said, no, you don't, maybe I wouldn't be so uh, chunky. I'm lazy, I'm fat, come on. Where'd you get those clips? Do you think parents should get uh, (laughs) fined for wearing fanny packs? Yes. I used to wear them. Yeah, I I wish my mom got a fine whenever she wore that. My grandma still wears one. Fanny pack? Yeah. Nothing wrong with a fanny pack. Something very wrong with a fanny pack. Yeah. No, they're great inventions. Do you still wear one? Up until about six months ago. Really? Why? I, I had one at the gym. I put my iPod in it. (laughs) (laughs) And my tanning glasses. (laughs) Did I ever tell you what I used to do with this? Hold on. You want want to hear something really, Mo? What did you used to do with your fanny pack? Allow me to share. (laughs) So I was at the Gold's Gym up in D.C., and what I would do is they had one of those stand-up hexes for tanning. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted, but they didn't pump in the music like they usually do in the tanning places. Yeah. So I put my iPod in my fanny pack and wear my fanny pack while nude tanning. Oh. So imagine me, hold on, I'll, I'll stand up. So here, here I am nude, holding on to the hex like this, 
with the fanny uh, pack covering my junk while I'm listening to my iPod in the hex, mm. tanning. What were you listening to? I don't know. Just whatever I got in my iPod. There's a lot of stuff I could have been listening to. Ken, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, dude? Nothing. As far as that, uh, the parents getting fined for kids uh, not going to school, I mean, my mom, I skipped school all the time. There was no way she could have made me. She called the police. She called the, the counselors at school. That's kind of unfair, especially with kids nowadays. All right, so you're saying you were an animal, so you wouldn't even want that to happen to your mom. No. But do you think you would have felt guilty at least of, hey, I'm putting this through my mom so at least I could show up to school? Uh, at that point, no. All right. Yeah, when you're a kid, you don't really care. Huh. You, don't, you don't have the value of a dollar anyway. It's no. a hundred bucks, mom. Yeah, you know what? That's such so a all right, Ken. Well, thank you. That's a good point. I never really think of him. Mean, this is from a guy who was actually tanning, or not tanning, but um. You were tanning. Yeah, listening to your iPod. Naked, with That's a fanny so pack on. Whatever, I had to cover my junk. Oh, I want God, the pole. No, no, I want the pole. Look at everybody going for uh, their little <laughs> buttons. It's raining you know, I used to tan, too. And uh, I tanned when we were in Lansing. And I'd be tanning at night. It was odd because you'd be on the radio at night and I'd be tanning. And I'd hear you say something about me. There's nothing weirder than being naked in a tanning booth and hearing your name brought up on the radio. What would I say about you? How he stinks? Call me a son of a bitch for something. Can't talk? Huh. Has big fist nipples? Turn us off! I didn't listen to this while tanning. Yeah, you got the wrong song. I think they I think they played other stuff in there. What are you talking? It's my iPod. You don't know. And that's not in my iPod, by the way. This is the... Oh, come on. Ha! Tanning Naked. Ha! And why, what is it about this song? Sears <laughs> Life. Did you ever see the video? <laughs> yeah. Choose Life. I just got that. With the t-shirt. Yeah. Aaron, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up? How's it going, man? Love the show. Thanks, Thank bro. you. Hey, I just had a comment about the uh, parents getting fined for the uh, kids uh, skip the school and all that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, my feelings are it's not the parents' fault as much, but I think the kids should be forced to do community service for the amount of time that they miss school. You know, that's actually an interesting thing. Yeah, actually, I mean, they're giving I, back to the community. They're yeah. making up that time. Exactly. Oh, that's not bad, Aaron. You're 20 minutes late. you got to go work at a soup kitchen. I mean, the parents are still responsible. They've got to take the kids to do the community service. That's their responsibility to make sure they get there. But if they put it on the kids and made the responsibility of the kids again, they wouldn't, uh, you know what? They, you know, they wouldn't feel so rebellious all the time. You they, know, they have to pay for that. And even one better, Aaron, as far as the parents not even have to worry about taking the kid, maybe if that's part of the program at school, then at the end of the week, everybody who was late gets rounded up on a bus, there and, they're, go. and they're all going to do their time. That's not bad, dude. That's a, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. That's a nice little thought. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. My senior year, I have been doing so much community service. Yeah, I think. I, although you, I didn't, I didn't skip a lot of school. In my senior year, I never was there. My never. My classes started at eleven, so I had no reason. to Eleven. I'll tell you about it when we get back. It's the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one.
All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs, 407-916-1041, Star-1041 on your singular wireless uh, phones. Coming up, chance for you to win some great prizes, and we're going to need your help as far as putting together our website together. But we were talking about, Dubs, uh, parents being fined if they skip school or arrive late. And I told you that my senior year, my classes didn't start till 11. Yeah. And that's because as a senior, um, you, if you had so many credits, then you didn't have to take one class. Mm-hmm. And then, um, God, so I didn't have to take any morning classes. Like I didn't have to take, I didn't have to take a class until like 10. But then I had a theater class, which was like three hours long. And so there was a rule of we, we didn't have to show up till 11. Wow. Because she wanted to, you know, our teacher wanted to spend more time with the underclassmen, getting them caught up. We'd roll in at 11, do our thing, you know, and by that time. And but so between, and then senior year is such a joke, too, between theater and baseball and... You had a baseball class. That's the most amazing thing to me. Well, you didn't have football class at no. Fowlerville? No, we had gym. That's it. Football was extracurricular after school. Are you serious? Yes. There's no such thing in, in uh, Michigan. As a football class. Oh, get out! Because I'll tell you the reason I didn't take. I quit football more than me not having a future in it. But football class was second period. So what would happen? There were times where they, they would do three a days. Where, um, what would happen is they would have morning practice mm-hmm. before school. Then they would go to first period. Then they would practice again second period. Shower. And then have practice after school. That's insane to me. It was Texas, man. High school football. I mean, for wrestling, we had we had two a days where before school started, we'd have to get there at like 5.30 in the morning and uh, do morning run. That's what they called it. And we would run and then we would, sometimes we'd bring out the mats and do stuff. And then we'd have practice after school. But we never had classes. But the reason I didn't take football is because it was second period and I didn't want to have to shower. You know, baseball was last period always. You don't. You didn't like to shower at school. No, I'm tiny. I'm, so I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm tiny. Not only no, no one judges because yes, they do. They're Everybody's all laughing. tiny in there. Everybody's laughing. There's so many tiny people. Chunks, where'd you go to high school? Uh, I went in Fairfax. So did you have? Did they have football class or baseball class? No, not at all. It was all extracurricular. Yeah, and there was gym. Get out, because I remember the big deal. If you were able to make varsity, then you could take the baseball class. And so, even freshman year, we were football class. But freshman football was six period. What kind of credit would that stand for? It was in place of your gym credit. It was your PE or credit or whatever, but yeah, it was baseball class, six period. See, you can only get credit for gym in our high school for only two years out of your high school. There's gym and there's advanced gym. I took it off four years because I had the credits to spare. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, I did too. But yeah, that's how it worked. I can't because we'd go out, we'd you know, hit in the batting cage like during the winter, or sometimes we had a batting cage like in a, our gym in the actual coliseum. All we had was um, was gym class. And advanced conditioning, where it was uh, like you just went in and lifted. Wow. What about right here? Do you know number two? What's what's going on right here? At my high school, we had volleyball class, cheerleading class, yeah. dance class, aerobics class, rollers. We had a rollerblading class one year. I didn't know Bally's did high schools. <laughs> yeah. That no, but that's all right. That's the way it was in Texas. So I assume it's the same way here. I feel bad for you guys then, Dubs and 
in chunks. I had weightlifting class. Yeah, that, we had that and we had uh, gym and advanced gym. But that's it. We had we actually did have bowling. Bowling was a <laughs> class you could take. I'm not kidding you. Really? What kind of yeah. white trash schools you go to? God, I didn't know, realize that. I know uh, you can take bowling in college. Yeah, I ever tell you about in college? I took uh, the one semester. I wanted to get in shape. So I took running <clears throat> and weightlifting. I took weightlifting in college also. And I, I gained 15 pounds. <laughs> now, how can you... Like, I, I don't understand how running can be a class that you get credit for, that you they, can get graded they, on. But they teach you the, like, the how to run. There are certain ways to run how, properly. And How long could that take? You can't take you a full semester to learn that. No, it sucked, and we'd have to go run. They're like, all right, now we're going to train you. You're going to go run now. Yeah, I, I uh, went out for cross country uh, at our high school for one day, not even a full day. Uh, I got out there, and we did a couple laps around the... Um, the football, football field. field just to warm up and then uh, we were standing in a circle and he's like all right time for your four mile run i ran directly to my car i swear to god everybody's running we had to run through the uh through the uh <laughs> parking lot parking lot and i just grabbed my keys out of my pocket and jumped in my car i i was felt so bad for cross country because you see him in, in grand prairie where i grew up literally running through the city and you're like yeah. come on well we had a whole uh a whole cross country track where it was like a four-mile thing. Damn. Zachary, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Zachary? Hello, hello, guys. Hello, Jesse. Hey, buddy. I'm a PE teacher, and I can explain what's the difference. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Okay. There are team sports class, and there are the physical education uh, body management class. Oh. They use, the principals usually to save the money... They go for the body management class, which is easy, the, natural, the usual team class. But the sports, team sports class is, is more fun, a lot more fun for the students and the teacher. And it's a lot more money for the principal to spend, for the school to spend. And That's- you know you know what, Zachary? Thank you, brother. You know, it brings up another good point. That keeps all the jocks out of the PE class then giving the wedgies to the dorks and the nerds, because at least then it's all the nerds and dorks gathered together. But you, you can't beat gym class just because you had dodgeball. Dodgeball is the greatest game ever. All right, I tell you one time, hold on a sec, during sixth period when it was baseball class, mm-hmm. and we were done, like we'd sneak out of lifting weights, and there was the women's, the you know, the girls' gym was right next door to where we were lifting weights, mm-hmm. and we would go in there. And we would play the PE classes and dodgeball and just kill them because, well, obviously, we were the baseball team. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun, too. Well, advanced PE was basically uh, juniors and seniors, and we would uh, be right next to where the regular gym class is going on. So every once in a while, we would do uh, advanced PE versus uh, regular PE in dodgeball, which was basically just a bunch of freshmen. And we got to whip them. God damn. You think back, you look at high school, all the time wasted. Oh, yeah. The best thing was with dodgeball is to find the one half-flat ball that you could just grab, and you could chuck it like you were uh, a professional pitcher. That was always so much fun. And then you'd blister someone's face with it. Imagine now what it's like in high school. (laughs) We got those classes, and then you got the computer classes where you're supposed to learn about Mm -hmm. computers. But I remember even during my computer class in high school, I'm making spreadsheets to keep track of my batting average. You know, and now I'm sure there were even times like when we were in D.C. and I'd be on, on I am during the day and we had a few like high school.
messenger on computer class. You're getting credit. Yeah, I had computer class, which that's all we would do is sit around and chat and do that kind of stuff. And I had AutoCAD, which was a drafting class. And that's all we would do, too. We would, like, you know, create little, uh, like little houses and everything. I'm telling you, man, for those of you right now in high school, it doesn't get any easier. No. Those were the best. People bitch about it, too. They always bitch. Like, you see high school kids bitching about how tough their life is. Now, in high school, would you ever schedule your, uh, your like, third or fourth hour, whatever was right before lunch, to be right next to the lunchroom? I always made that a priority. So I didn't have to walk all the way across the uh, school to get to the lunchroom. Oh, remember, and wait in line. Remember the kids who would run? run? Yeah. Who would run through uh, the halls to be the first one in line to get we the taquitos? We didn't have any of those in high school, but in uh, middle school, everybody ran. I mean, it was the normal thing. Everybody ran. What? I was. I remember even like tripping some people. Oh yeah. Well, what we would do, we would hide right around the corner, and uh, we'd like like one of us would have to be the speed bump for the day. And uh, right around the corner, we'd just lay on the ground, and right when they came over, it'd be a pile up. That was so much fun. I remember one time uh, we had a substitute. And when he turned his back, we moved the clock forward, so we got out like five minutes early <laughs> so remember, we could go to lunch. Remember the hell you would give substitutes oh, yeah. to? We, uh, I know a couple of them cried at our school. Oh, I remember seventh grade math, Mr. Hobbs. I'll never forget Brent Shropshire making him cry. And this was a girl. Him? Yes. I've make, never seen a male substitute cry. It was a male substitute teacher. He was he was six eight. And like this math genius, okay. And he was actually he was actually our teacher, not even a substitute. He was our male teacher, six eight, math genius, had the biggest bobblehead you'd ever see. And he sat there, and we had just given him hell all semester. And Brent says something. I don't know if he says something about his family or about his clothes or something, but he just starts crying, talking about how much I love you, and all I want to do is teach you kids math. And be here for you, and blah blah blah. And he is bawling, and we're How? sitting uh, now. We're sitting there. I was actually sitting next to Brent when this happened. We're si- I'm looking at him, and Brent at this point has this look of shock on his face, like, "Oh my God, I can't believe I did this." Then there was another guy who were actually he was one of my best buds, and he reminded you remind me a little bit of him, Harold. Harold's in the back of the class. He hated Mister, just laughing, just laughing at the fact that this grown man is crying. Uh, here, in the middle of 7th grade, Truman Middle School. It was one, insane. One of my friends got uh, actually kicked out of a class because this uh, teacher felt threatened by him because he always gave her hell. And finally, he just stood up in the back of the class. He got like the uh, the teacher personal directory and started reading off her phone number and her uh, and her address and everything, and she uh, freaked out All and right, kicked him out. That is evil, though. <laughs> that's taking it too far. You can make him cry. Oh, and then there was another one. Miss Stewart. All right, hold on. i got to tell you this one real fast. She had her zipper down one class, and so the whole class, people are making jokes about, smells like tuna in here, like out loud. But she didn't realize <laughs> until the end of class when somebody went overboard with one of these fish jokes, and she looks down. And now here's the other thing, too. <laughs> Let's just say she wasn't exactly well kept. Now she was, but she was wearing undies. But you could still. I'm just tell. saying. I'm just saying. Huh. 
And at that point, she's, she, realized what, she realizes what's been going on for the last 35 minutes with all the fish jokes and her zipper being down. And she bolts out of class. And she's like, and she's doing one of those things of she's on running her way out. out running and zipping at the same time. She's pulling up her zipper. All right, I think kids of today are animals. I think back. We oh, were yeah. Animals. We were animals, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um. All right, let's take a break. We're so late. Sitting here just reminiscing about how great it was to give the educators hell. I know, but it's so terrible when you think about. It. Now, your your parents were teachers. Yeah. Did you ever feel bad about doing it when uh, you knew that no. your parents would find out? Isn't probably. That... Oh well, I had to behave, and my dad was a uh, uh, assistant superintendent in my school district. Wow. Yeah. I'd yeah, that. That'd be hell right there. Mm-hmm. You should have been like me and, and weightlifting class, faked an injury so you could train all the hot chicks in the class. Damn, you're so, always so smart. Yeah, I had them doing uh, the sit-ups where they have their legs straight and they bring them all the way up. Oh. Yeah, mirrors were good for that. You've always been dirty. We'll take a break, come hot. back. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'll have fan J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. So we got homework today. Yeah, we got to think of some stuff for our new website. And here's here's what's going on. I am uh, very excited about UnrealRadio.fm. We got our new logo, and that, the new logo is up, um, I believe, if you click on there. Yeah. And it's just time to start putting stuff on our website. Now, our old website, RadioHideout.com, mysteriously came back up yesterday. Yeah. It, it kind of, it, it's been gone for a while. It's been gone for like two or three months. And now it just popped back up out of nowhere. Which is cool because it actually, I'm able to jot down a few of the things that we did on the old website that I'd maybe like to transfer over to the new one. But here's the thing I need ideas. I genuinely want, because. Here's my point when it comes to uh, a station or a show website. I prefer to use it as a roadmap for the show. Yeah, instead of a lot of the hokey regular stuff. That's why you don't see a lot of pictures of us, because we're, we're gorgeous. Yeah, we're models. But I would rather not you know, put up a whole bunch of pictures of us in silly poses. You know what I mean? If they're really silly, I'd like to have them, but... But we want to do some... If it's just me holding the mic at the uh, the camera. Or pointing my devil horns at it. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. But it, So I'd like a couple of ideas, if you're up for it. 407-916-1041, star-1041 in singular wireless phones. If you got something that we genuinely like, that we think we want to put up on the website, um, we'll give you a prize. Here's the stuff that we'd like to put up. Links of stuff that we've done, uh, you know, guests that we've talked to, um, videos. In fact, we're going to be able to get the old videos and put them up on realradio.fm of the stuff that we did at JFK, which should be a lot of fun. You can, yeah, there's you, a lot of stuff you can go see on there that will be new to you. So Exactly, especially us when we were um, crushing and destroying Chunks' PS2. And Ego. Man, you thought it, you thought it was bad now. <laughs> I almost think we've been nice to him since we've been here. But I, what is some other... I mean, do we put up, like, photos and stuff? I mean, I, yeah. You put up some, but, you know, like, 
you'd be very, you know, pick and choose. You don't put up a bunch of, like, press photos or something. You put up stuff, um, you, you know, if we go out and do stuff or, you know, stuff that we don't want, that don't aren't really video worthy. You know, you put pictures up of it. Hey, do we have one of those chunk songs? Because here's what I'd almost like to do. I'd like to have an audio section mm-hmm. of all the chunks clips, like of him chunking out. Yeah, go nuts. And maybe, what do you think? If we could, like, get some sort of a prize or something, do you think it'd be cool if we could post those up on the audio section? Just a bunch of different uh, chunks saying different ridiculous stuff. Of chunks chunking out. And then you could go to realradio.fm, download them, and make your own chunks remixes if we could, like, come up with a prize or something for that. Yeah, I like that. Because that's the one I want. I want you to be able to go there and do stuff and have fun with it. You know what I mean? Maybe win some stuff out of it. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm a dirty slut. You can get all that at uh, realradio.fm. I hate vagina. Okay, the remixes would be great. we got to get on top of this. Bateman, I need you to work on this ASAP. I have to watch The Shield tonight. Oh, after The Shield, then do it for me. I'll be kind of tired by that point. Vic Mackey, it's coming down to the wire. There's only two episodes left after this one. I don't even know what that means. You're speaking another language. Get cable! Hey, Sir Gary the Prophet. Evening, how y'all tonight? Hey, buddy. Do you have, you got any ideas for the website? How uh, about this? How about pictures of Sir Gary the Prophet all over Orlando? That would be real nice. I want. In fact, how about we took if we take video of you while you're doing your sermons? Yes, sir. Well, I'm not a preacher. I just go to church, and uh, my pastor's been Elder Glenn Blanchard. How about even better? We just take pictures of you sitting at church. That'd be real nice. In a pew, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, just you and like you, like different action photos yes, of Sir Gary the Prophet uh-huh. uh, passing the collection plate, uh-huh. um, going up for communion, uh-huh. and like we do a whole little slideshow of you. Yes, that'd be real nice. I think that'd be great. All right, so where can we see you on Sundays? Well, every Sunday morning at 10.30, I'm at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church on Miller and Dillard Street, we're in the garden where Elgin Blanche just passed, so we have dinner and ground from 12 to 1, and the public's invited to... Church is just past Ace Hardware right here in Winter Garden. Now let me nice. ask, do you sing? I, I sing real good. Do I sing we, church songs. You sing church songs? Yes, sir. What if we got videos of you that put on realradio.fm of you che- singing church songs? That'd be real nice, too. Would you mind? I say I what? Mind. The devil. That'd be great. Yes, sir. All right, well, sir. Well, we're doing job on the radio. I'll keep up your work you done. Enjoy your program very much, and God bless you. Hey, you, you rock, Sir Gary. Good night. Pro- Thank you. Hey, man, you too. Appreciate it. That's Sir Gary the Prophet. That's the kind of stuff I want to put up on RealRadio.fm. A Sir Gary the Prophet documentary. Maybe he should have his own page there. Like a sub-hideout page. Yeah, where the Sir Gary the Hideout? Yeah. Sir Gary the Hideout. Sir Gary the Prophet. Because I'd love to go see him at church. You kidding? We've got to go do that some Sunday. Hmm. I'd love to. I'm not usually a church goer, but I'd go with Gary. Yeah, if I'm going to go to any church, you kidding me? I'm only going to the one that Sir Gary goes to. Sponge, you're in the hideout. What's up? What's up, Sponge? Hey, what's up, guys? What do you got? Hey, question for you. Okay, I work for an auction company, and what I'm saying is that, you know, you guys can do this on your web yourself, you know, on your website. Uh, When you guys have a bit or you have something coming up or whatever, auction it off. Auction off a piece. And use that for your next bid. Use the money for your next bid. Oh, you I mean, know, there's tons of people out there who want to like, you know, it doesn't matter. If something that chunks does whatever he either vomits out or right. pulls bet. out of his eyes. 
All right, you know what? This is Sponge. You're on to something. Actually, oh, I should put him on hold to win a prize. Sponge, call yeah, back. Yeah, call back and you win. You win something. Here's the idea. So instead of eBay... Hide Bay. Well, they'd probably sue us for the name, copyright infringement. But we come up with something similar where we put our stuff up for sale or something from the show to give away. I know what to call it. Chunks' is, uh, bra and panties. I know what to call it. eBay. Now there's an eBay. Yeah, they won't know. So It's probably so small. I've never heard of it before. Um, But no, we could do it. We could do it, and like we could give away stuff. And maybe when his uh, bra and panties get a little bit too old, we uh, you know, auction off his really dirty panties. Right. But we need a good name for it. Like if we were going to do a, a name to give away stuff. The Hide eBay Away, since that's the name of a show now. No. How about Overstock.com? We call it that. That's already one of those sites like eBay. Amazon.com. No. That's already taken. Sears.com. Come on, be serious. Help I am. Help Sears is catchy. No one knows what that is. All right, I about homostock.com. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. <laughs> Egay.com. That's pretty good, too. I like the idea of auctioning off stuff from the show. Yeah, I do, oh, we too. Could, we could give it to proceeds. We could have a charity that we give it yeah, to. Yeah, every... Uh... The Tommy Furniture Fund. Yeah, the Tommy Bateman uh, <laughs> Fill This Apartment Fund. Fonzie, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Fonzie? Hey, you guys got to have a link to the uh, dominatrix that was beaten on chunks last week. Yes, Whip Girl. Um, and and you need to have a, a forum up there where people can people can put in their their ideas for another stunt for chunks to do. Ooh, all right. You know what? Hold on, you win. I like that where it's a suggestion box. Yeah, but the suggestion is abuse. Like, we know what we hadn't done in forever. The Hat of Pain? We haven't done the Hideout Hat of Pain. I know. All right, hold on. Let me write down all these deals. Hideout Hat of Pain. Um, Maybe that's what it is. Dry, drop an idea into the Hat of Pain. Auction suggestions. Because here's the thing. I want you guys to get something out of it. I yeah. want you to win a prize. Or get some kind of content out of it. You know, because I don't want it to be... I mean, of course, you know, pictures of hot chicks, but... I want it to be more than that. I want you to feel like when you're going to this website, you're really going to get something out of it. Because that's what we were doing with our old one, RadioHideout.com. But we got to get it going on RealRadio.fm. Robbie, you're in the hideout. What's up, Robbie? Hey, the website should be called uh, The Hideout Sellout. Ooh. I do like that. All right, hold on, Robbie. You win a prize. The Hideout Sellout. And that's what uh, we uh, auction off. Hideout... And then, you know, people have say we uh, sold out. Right, let's take a break. We'll come back. I want more from this. I want more of this. This is good. You guys are good. 407-916-1041, star-1041 in your single wireless phones. We're going to walk in. Yeah, we're going to have a whole list here. Our homework for Catherine tomorrow, done, thanks to you guys. When do we have to be here for that? Uh, seven. Seven? In the morning? No, at night. Beautiful. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I wonder if Chunks knows that the live reads aren't a chance for him to try out his new stand-up routine. Yeah, those are clients. Stop offending them with their awful humor. What did we do yesterday when you had a uh, bad joke? We threw your keys in the dirty toilet. Yeah. 
So please don't make this about you. And please know that when you have a saga Genesis joke, <laughs> it's not going to go over. Right. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Now, Dubs, uh, we're trying to come up with ideas for our portion of RealRadio.fm. Mm-hmm. And we have a few I like. Yeah, we're getting some good ones in here. We have the suggestion box, which is basically abuse for... Chunks. And maybe in turns, uh, yeah. Putin and number two. Let me throw it in there a little bit. And also, the hideout sellout's my favorite so far, where it's an auction site. Now, let me ask you, is it an auction site of just the stuff from the show, or would it be too involved to get listeners, like, selling their stuff? It's probably too much. Yeah, too much, and I'd rather have, it, you know, stuff that people aren't profit profiting off of, you know? More of, you know, some stuff from the show that goes to something else, like the money goes to something else. Hmm, all right. Let's try uh, Diggler here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, man? going on all right here's my uh, suggestion for the website uh involves hot chicks of course as well as interaction from the fan base girls who would submit their photos on the website will potentially get into either a pudding or jello fight with chunks and then once the girls submit their photos the fans would vote on who they would like to actually see in this pudding jello fight with chunks and it would be rightfully called the hideout chunks bout all right, you know what? Hold on a second, Diggler. You win a prize because, oh, I mean, we may, may not go with something exactly like that. Yeah, because I don't know if just having uh, Chunks wrestle them is a big enough reason for them to send in their picture. But how about, I do like, because, I mean, you want pictures of hot chicks. Yeah, you always want pictures of and hot I, chicks. And I know we have hot chicks listening. In fact, I was chatting with, like, two or three online at, at least last night. And uh, Tommy tells me at Bateman at WTKS.com, he's inundated now with photos of hot chicks. Just sending you, like, photos and stuff. And Chunks is getting a lot of good-looking dudes. (laughs) So what I was thinking, if maybe we even get the photos, we do, like, a little contest between, Mm -hmm. let's call them the hideout hoochies. And who's the top hoochie of the week? Like, we do a poll for each one, like we do with the hideout hottie fantasy draft. But this time, it's actually listeners. This could be a picture of your... uh, you know, your wife, or if you're a single chick. I like that idea. The hideout hoochie. Hideout hoochie of the week? Yeah, I like that. We can do that. All right, here we go. Hideout hoochies. And how about, you know, we even give a, something to the ugliest chick, too? You know, if there's just, you know, if you're hit and you know it, you send in your pick. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I'm sure some chick's going to step forward for that ridicule. Uh, a lot of girls know. You know, if you put a good enough prize in front of them. They'll admit it right to your face. Okay, we're giving away like T-shirts. <laughs> no one's gonna Get take an that. XL. No one's gonna take that abuse for a T-shirt. Chef, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Chef? What's up, Chef? How you guys doing? I just wanted to let you know I got some uh, ideas for your website, but uh, last night with the toilet bowl that you guys brought all my cooks to a screeching halt. It almost shut down the restaurant, so we appreciate that. <laughs> no, you, funny as that. Where, where are you guys at? What restaurant are you at? <laughs> uh, we work out at uh, Disney in the Contemporary Resort. Awesome. Nice. Well, thank you guys for uh, checking us out back there. In fact, no we, we were, Chef, we were just in the restroom, and we were just thinking of ourselves, 
God, I wish we had had a video camera last night to put that up on realradio.fm because well, th- that would have been insane. What I wanted to tell you guys is uh, we, we have some, me and my guys are coming up with some real interesting recipes the next time Trunks has some uh, bad jokes, and we wanted maybe to email them uh, to you guys from us. Oh, yeah, very to, good. Uh, you know, a little, little Chunk's Fear Factor next time you see a froggy with the tongue. How, from, about, uh, how about this, Chef? Why don't you guys, if you got a free night, come on up and make up a few concoctions for Chunks to try out? That would be no problem. My guys would love it. All right, tell you what. Hold on, Chef. I want uh, First of all, I want to get your info, okay? I appreciate sure. that, buddy. Hold no. on. Make sure we get Chef's info because I would love for those guys to be able to come hang out, yeah. make up different things. Bring some good stuff up for the hosts. And some really nasty stuff up for uh, chunks. And just some crap for chunks. Literal. I love you guys. Maybe we even do it. How about a hideout recipe poured? <laughs> Where listeners can go and they can share their recipes. You know what? That'd be good. A hideout cookbook. Hmm. Cookbook. Fried chicken. That's number one. Gotta have fried chicken. I don't know if I want to make my own fried chicken, though. My recipe for fried chicken is drive down to churches. Yeah, I need some fried okra. Pay seven bucks for a bucket. I need some fried okra, too. What's going on back there? What's going on, Chunks? We having some problems on the phones? Yeah. What's wrong? The interns are a little slow. (laughs) That's not a problem with the phones. It's a problem with the interns. It's a problem with the help and their teacher, Chunks. Because people want to call in, they want to give us ideas, but it's just ringing. What's... one of them just keeps insistently calling, and he keeps clogging up a line, which is getting quite annoying. But Okay, so you just hang up on him and move on. That's what I'm doing. That's what I told him to do. Do you need to be punished? No, I don't need to be punished. I'm trying to tell him. I'm not getting any faster speed from them. Okay, do we have a phone back there? Putin, will you grab the... I think there's a handset over there. Uh-huh. Is there a handset right next to you? Yeah. Pick up that handset. Will you pick it up for me, please? Hit hit chunks in the shoulder blade with that, please. Come on, ah, one harder. More, one more time. Come on, hit him hard. I need to hear it. Oh, one more time. I can't hear it. I know. When did you go by? Ooh. Ah. You there? Chunks. What? Get on those phones. I'm doing that. Help him out. We'll take a break. We'll come back. All right, you know what? Email me. Email us your ideas. El Jefe at WTKS.com. Copy in. Uh, Dubs and Bateman, too. Yeah, and uh, especially Hot Chicks, email us, too, because we're going to see who has the hottest pictures. We we can get that going immediately. Yeah. We should put up a few of those that you're already getting, too. Bateman at WTKS. Turn your mic off, Chunks. God. (laughs) I hate hearing that in the background. Yeah, it's like, uh, what what was it, uh, an office space? Remember an office space where it was that lady in the background? Thank you, please hold. Thank you, please hold. Alright, take a break, come back. Hey, I got an idea, Chunks, on how things could work back there. If you see you have a winner, maybe on that other phone line, number one, Putin could be getting winners' names and information so that we can clear out those phones, while number two is talking to new get to new potential people to be on the radio. That might work. Yeah, of course it might work. You see, that's why I'm sitting in this chair. And I really wish you weren't sitting in that one. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break because we got a guest coming up. 
someone please start a website, howtokillchunks.com. That's the book I'm reading. We'll take a break. It's the Hideout, Row Radio. Get on it now. Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs, 407-916-1041, star-1041 in your singular wireless phones. If you have any more ideas for us in our website and what you want to see, and maybe we'll even put that up, like that'll be a function of the website of, uh, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to put up there? Then um, we'll get that going like that. Because I want it, I want it to be something the listeners are really going to get something out of. Yeah, and they can interact and feel like, hey, it's their website, too. Right. Mm, loving it. Um, McDonald's? I am hungry for the Mickey D's. I want pizza. But knowing this place, someone will just steal it. That did happen to you the other day, didn't it? Yeah, that son of a Here? bitch. Yeah? Who was it, do you know? I don't know. Stop yelling. <laughs> Pissed off. I know it wasn't Brant, the weekend guy. He does a very good show, by the way. But Are you uh, you're complimenting someone? Look at that. He does a good show. He's good. Right on. Look at that. Vincent, you're in the hideout. Hey, Hello? Vincent. Yes. What do you got, buddy? Hey, uh, I just want, I just turned on your radio station. I listened to you guys for a little bit, but real quick, uh, J Dub, you there, brother? Yeah. Okay. You're from Michigan. Yes, I am. Where did you go to school? Fowlerville. Where? Fowlerville. Okay, so nowhere near uh, CMU. You didn't go to CMU? No, I didn't. No. God, all right. Well, I thought it was you because uh, B Dubs in Mount Pleasant. Have you been there before? Yes, I have. Okay, I just put two and two together. Thought it was you. I just moved out here, but uh, I uh, hung out with a guy. That sounds just like you. Same personality. Cool guy. Uh, you, you, so. you hung out with this guy. Sounds like a retard. Wow, that's <laughs> awful. If someone else has a speech impediment that yeah. bad. Think, thanks, Vincent. <laughs> I thought it was just me and Angel, but hey, <laughs> there, I guess not. There are two of you out there, or Chewy, or whatever we're calling them. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Chewy Angel. He's like one person that everyone likes at the station. Unless he, he's throwing them over, you know. Stop. Cliffs. What is that? What is that? That was an inside joke. <laughs> he can't get mad. Okay. <laughs> um, Dub's joining us right now on The Hideout. Author of the book, The Script. Mm-hmm. The 100% absolutely predictable things men do when they cheat. Elizabeth... Landers. Elizabeth, welcome to the hideout. How are you? Thank you. I'm happy to be there. Great. Um, okay, so I'm looking at this book, and I'm reading through it, the script. Yes. Is it absolute? Give, run down some of the things. I mean, I don't want to give it all away because I want people to go get your book. Yes. But what are some of the telltale signs that a dude is cheating on his chick? Well, he starts out, it could be way, way before he does anything, with you need to see a psychiatrist, he says to his wife. You're crazy. You're, you're the problem. He's setting the stage for later on to justify his later actions, even though he doesn't know now there will be a later. She's the problem. See how crazy she is? She doesn't even realize she needs help. That's how crazy she is. No wonder I have to leave her. Okay, so he's like rationalizing in his head then? That That's right. Yes. And rationalizing to other people. And he will be criticizing her starting about now to other people. She doesn't treat me well. I've grown and she hasn't. We've grown apart. The marriage is really over. Things like that. Now, what, what's, what's the in your book, the script, what's the director? What is that? That's the little voice in the man's head. It's also the voice of other voice. men saying how they were unfaithful, what they did to set themselves up as a good guy. And men listen to that, and they absorb all this, these lines, the script, and then they use it when they need it. 
Okay, so, yeah, Dubs. Uh, so, do you uh, ever get into maybe the reasons why a man cheats? Is that, uh... I mean, do, do guys ever cheat? Because it makes, it, it seems... Is according... it ever, like, sounds of voices or anything? Because I hear sounds of voices? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, one of the things, we say they feel unappreciated, unrecognized. That can be the start of, and then they happen upon a wow, that felt good moment. Something that makes them feel really, really good. Doesn't mean that all men go through go through this cheat, but this can be the first part of it. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Landers from the book uh, the script. Now, did you do a lot of research on this? Did you talk to a lot of guys, or did you talk to women like about the script and how it comes out, like the the, the natural path I guess guys follow? Well, what happened is we heard the same stories over and over from all parts of the country, all ages, all ethnic backgrounds, all socioeconomic groups, and we realized, hey, it's the same story no matter who it is. Have you ever been cheated on? Uh, it's not about our own personal stories. It's about the hundreds of women that we talked to, some men and some experts who confirmed, yes, it is the same story over and over. Even celebrities like President Clinton said the same thing as the average man, uh, Mayor Giuliani. Okay. It sounds like you're just a little bit angry, though. Yeah. No, it just says what happens. And actually, we, we hope that towards the beginning that we recommend... Speak up to the women and to the men. Because uh, as I look through your book, and I, you know, I read through it, and I've read portions of it, uh -huh. it seems like it's almost kind of like a, like a military kind of mission statement, like a manifesto, words like counterintelligence. It sounds like a little Landers 101. <laughs> uh, well, we say use, use your intuition and use your counterintuition, we say to women. Because if you think something's wrong, it probably is. This is at the beginning. All right, but women cheat too, right? Just they so certainly do, yes. Okay. And are the signs the same for the women? Uh, we didn't focus on women, but some of the stories we've heard, there are very similar phrases and, and actions, yes. Uh, but don't you find it okay, though, for a guy to cheat if his chick's gotten a little chunky? No. We both believe cheating is wrong, period. I, but as I flip through the book, it kind of makes me think a little bit that maybe marriage isn't something people ought to get into. If well, it's if it's about cheating, you know what I mean? Because don't you think? I mean, it's just kind of a natural. Don't you think it's insane for someone who's married to only be with that one person for the rest of their life? I well, mean, I know there's that theory that that men and maybe women too really have a natural instinct to be with more than one person, and I can understand that. But if you get married, it's a commitment forever, and certainly if you have children, Ugh. commitment. Well, just hearing you say that, it's a commitment forever since. Uh, Makes you scared? Yeah, well, I mean, it's shivers <laughs> down my back. We're talking to Elizabeth Landers of the book The Script, the 100% absolutely predictable things men do when they cheat. And you talk a lot about it, you know, the guy putting it on the woman, like it's, it's, it's her fault, it's her fault. But can't women take a little bit of blame for, you know? Well, we're not saying women are perfect or that men are all evil or all cheat. Certainly not. We're just describing when do, men do become unfaithful, when they are unfaithful, this is the way it, what it looks like. Now, you almost kind of make it seem kind of mean, though, of, all right, he cheated, now you got to get everything, like, make sure you get his money. Seems... Well, not get his money, but protect yourself. If he's, if he's gone and he tells you he likes living alone and he's forced not living alone because there's always someone else, uh, then you do have to protect yourself, we say to women and to men. If a woman has cheated and the man is in that situation, we say the same thing to a man. Get a lawyer, get counseling if needed, and watch what he does, not what he says. You mind taking a couple phone calls? You got time for that? Sure. All right, Elizabeth Landers, the book is the script, the 100% absolutely predictable things men do when they cheat. Robert, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Robert? 
Hey, whore, did you ever cheat on your husband? Oh, come on. Now, that is a valid question, though. Did you ever cheat? No, I did not. I'm sorry for that phone call. That was really <laughs> okay. unnecessary. But you see how... You, you see how something like this can get people riled up, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It looks like we're saying all men are bad, all men are unfaithful, all women are perfect. We're not saying that. We're just saying when a man is unfaithful, this is what he says and does, and it follows this very careful pattern. Give me a couple of things, just a couple of things that a guy will usually say when he's cheating. Well, as I said, you need to say a psychiatrist. He'll say, you don't understand me. I become somebody totally different, and you're still the same. I've, I've, gro I've grown. You haven't. That's brother. right. Uh, then when he's leaving, he says, I like living alone. He's not living alone. Now, let me ask you this. Are there any are there any scenarios in which it's okay to cheat? In my opinion, no. What if the, the woman's a vegetable? Well, that's not really cheating, though, is it? Yeah, you're still married. You mean if, if a woman is sick in the hospital? Yeah, if she's in a, yeah, in a vegetative state. It puts a, a man, or if it's a man who's sick, a woman, in a very difficult position. I acknowledge that, but I would still say cheating is wrong. Wow. I acknowledge it's, it's, it's very difficult. A woman or a man could be in a vegetative state for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you now? What was your inspiration for writing this? Why did you say, "Hey, this I got to write this book, this specific book, the script"? Because it's so amazing and so absurd that it's the same story regardless of who it is, whether it's a celebrity like President Clinton or a famous politician or Henry Ford II, uh, one of the richest men in the world at the time when he was living. It's the same story. It's just amazing, and nobody has written this book before. All right. Well, Elizabeth Landers, I do appreciate the phone call and. Here's what I'm going to say. I think it's two different things. I think for women, you get the book so you can see if your dude's cheating on you. For guys, you get the book so you know. All I, right, I don't want to throw up these caution flags. This is what I don't do if I'm cheating. We've heard that a lot. This is what I better not do, yes. Exactly, because you don't want to follow the script, you know? All right, hey, thank you, Elizabeth. Appreciate that. Thank you. Please, like some guy didn't throw it to some other chick. Oh yeah, she. Th this was this book was made completely out of spite. She sounded so angry. And whoever called and said, "Hey, whore," is my new favorite caller. Yeah. If we had a prize, it'd have given it to you. We just got to make it look. Yeah. Like we don't like that. See, that's that. I like that a lot. That I wonder if. Uh, well, I'll bring something up later, but that's good. Because sometimes when we say, "Hey, we want to take a phone call," that's what. Screen light for you, the listeners, to get involved, do some, run something like that. Yeah. We Say get, what we really can't. We, the hosts, have to be good cop. You're yeah. bad cop. And then when they, uh, when you call in, we say, hey, oh, you can't do that. Oh, and we, we, we're yeah. actually encouraging for more of you to call and say, hey, whore. We chastise you. Good cop, you bad cop. Next time. It's the Hideout Real Radio. Oh, the George Lucas expert. Next. In the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, I want to pick up that cheating thing in a second. <laughs> we don't usually book back-to-back -back guests because sometimes we like to uh, kind of talk about. But we'll uh, we'll talk uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, about this uh, this book, the script. Uh, Elizabeth Landers, who just joined us in the hideout, uh, Real Radio 104.1, getting some emails at elhefeatwtks.com about what we should put up on realradio.fm. Yeah. Um, Kathy, the hideout den mother, brings up a great idea 
a section for your cat, Sadie Lou. I love that. Let me ask you, baby. Just giving her some loving. What if we had a pets page? No. With you and Roxy, your dog, and Dubs and his cat, and you guys just doing different stuff with your animals, and pictures and stories and. I'll let Sadie Lou and Dubs have all the glory on that one. Oh, come on. Get involved. Why not? What, How much do Roxy and I get paid? We don't model for free. Hey, think about it. If we have, if we, if we got a page going like that, there would be an opportunity maybe to have somebody hop on board. Maybe a Purina. And a lot of uh, chicks dig a man with an animal. Are they going to uh, sponsor my cat fuzz also? <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> and then uh, there's another great email um, from uh, about our website. Greg had an idea of we could have a section called the Hideout Talent Scout, where we're looking for hot chicks with uh, talents. Essentially, that's all it is. I can dig that. I want to look into that one a little bit more. Right now, I guess our I can't see what's up, but I guess our our George Lucas expert is uh, online eight. Yeah. Um, expert, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, come on! Are you telling me for the last four hours you've been telling me you had a a George Lucas expert and it's UFO Phil? I didn't know it was him. They just Somebody contacted me and said, do I have a George Lucas uh, expert for you? What? I'll be calling in at like 920. I'm glad to hear from you, Phil. Yeah. Well, see, what happens is they call George Lucas's people, and, and of course, because I'm working with George Lucas now, that... What? Um, yeah, I, I'm working with George Lucas now. On we're getting ready to work on um, putting together the script for the next Star Wars movie. No, you're and not. Shut up. You're such a liar, UFO. I Phil. thought there wasn't going to be another one. Can you keep a secret? Yeah. Plans have changed. Did you? I see. What happened was I I wrote a letter to to George Lucas, you know, and I said, look, you you know, because I saw Revenge of the Sith. And and it was a great movie and everything, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to, needs to happen after that and before Episode Four, you know. Because if you think about it, Luke Skywalker is a baby, and then all of a sudden he's a man. Right, why is it so weird to hear you say the words "baby" and "man"? He's a man. It's just creepy. UFOfilled.com is our George Lucas expert. Well, he has a George Lucas song now. Well, I know you're tired. I'm sure you need a break. UFOfilled.com. Okay, come on. No, you have to listen. This is the song I sent to him and with my letter, and this is why he hired me. I'll pick up right where you left off for Star Wars 3.5. Oh, get out of here! Because there's another story to tell for the Jedi and the Sith. No! And the way I see it. Okay, this is where the. This is the synopsis. Now, listen carefully. This is it. Luke Skywalker. A cute little baby. They put him in his crib, but he levitates out. See? <laughs> what? We hear him crying. His teeth are coming. It sounds like the dark side trying to get out. See, even when he was a baby, there was a struggle there. Luke wants his bottle. Oh, come on, no! But he cannot reach it. He can't How? reach the bottle, see? But it goes right to his crib when he puts his arm out. How long is this song? 2 minutes, 38 seconds. No! <laughs> Not 
want to hear about diapers. It smells like the dark side. <laughs> and we watch as R2-D2 tries to clean up the mess. The comic relief, see, R2-D2. <laughs> it's always doing the funny stuff. Does Jar Jar die in yours? Wait, you know Stop what? I talked to... Stop breathing into the phone, Phil. I'm going to hang up on you. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Jar Jar, I talked to George, and I said, look, George. We were having lunch, and I said, George. You're not having lunch with Lucas. Yes, I did, in Marin County, California. This is where Lucasfilm is. And I said, George, we can do this, but no Jar Jar. And he said, Phil, whatever you want. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. You're such a liar. I no, hate I'm... you. And that song was way too long. It's Why just, is it too long? It's two minutes. It's longer than a pop song. It should have been like 15 seconds. I like this one still. Okay. Do you have any real info on George Lucas, or is this? Well, just... he, would, he went to lunch with him. You didn't hear him. I know. Look, I know everything there is to know about George Lucas, even before I met him and had lunch with him. You did not meet him. Stop lying. Okay. Wh- all right. What do you want to know? You is want there going to be any aliens in Star Wars? Aliens in Star Wars? Yeah, of course. Rognus? Oh, see, no, we're not going to have those bad aliens. No, we're not going to do that. We're not even going to go there, because that's... It's like when you invoke the name of Rognus in a movie, next thing you know, people in the theater are getting slaughtered. That's not what we want to do. No. The, what? Look, I can... If you want a George Lucas, Lucas expert, I can tell you all the facts. I mean, I know what did everything. He eat? What did he eat for lunch? Yes. When you went out with him. Well, of course I know what he ate for lunch. He was sitting right across from me. That's a stupid question. It's too easy. Move on. Tell me. Sushi. <laughs> you, ate su- you ate sushi with George Lucas? I don't, I don't eat sushi. What no. did you, you eat? I didn't eat. I had water. <laughs> I wasn't hungry. I was nervous. I was very nervous. I was pitching my script. But by the end of the meal, I was just so excited because he said, you know, you know what they say? What the movie producers, the words that they use? What? He looked at me. And he still had a little bit of sushi in his teeth, and he said, Phil, it's a green light. <laughs> Shut green up! Light. Oh, you know what, B? <laughs> and, okay, what do you want to know about George Lucas? Like, uh, well, you want enough, me... enough of Lucas. Is he an alien? No, he's, well, he's not now. He's a reincarnation of a good alien. What, Chonks? Hey, Phil, you were talking about Rogue Monsieur. I was wondering if uh, I could get his phone number. Him and I are supposed to go get some drinks later on, and I kind of lost track of him. Could you hook me up with that? With, with... Rogus four, aliens? yes, Rogus four, not two or one. No, you can't. You cannot be messing with the bad aliens. I've told you before, chunks. When you <laughs> called me last night, I told you to stay away from those bad aliens. Are you calling UFO Phil? Yeah. Wait a minute. Do you Phil? Right. Do you have his number? Let okay. me give you his number. Seven zero three. No, 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 it's all right. Listen, there's um, I there's a transmission I just got, and it's regarding the hideout, and it's bad news, and I really need to tell you this. Hurry up. Go. All right. It looks like the bad aliens are trying to infiltrate the hideout. They've got an agent um, in Orlando right now. It may already be too late. He's a clone of me. They're trying. They're trying to make a clone of me. Um, is going by some Russian name. A Russian name, maybe Vladimir. Are you saying Vladimir Putin is one of the bad aliens? I told you he looked like Phil. All right, you know what? Vladimir does look exactly like UFL Phil on UFOPhil.com. All right, th- this, is, this is what you got to do. You can do a little check, all right, okay? I, all right, well, how do we check? All right, Vlad, talk to UFO Phil. How can we check if he's a, uh alien or not? 
If he's an alien? No, not you. I, We're talking to Phil. Oh. I, is this is this Vladimir Putin? Yes, it is. <laughs> Stop right, breathing all, into the phone. Okay, I'm not. Okay, I can figure out if you're a bad alien with two questions. Ask them. Hurry. Does the does the word number one mean anything to you? No. Hmm. That was his All original right. name. Yes or no question. This one is a yes or no question, okay? I'm just going to say one word, and you just say yes or no. First thing that comes to mind, okay? Scat. No. Scat. No. Don't lie. <laughs> lie. Right, now I'm a little worried because it seems as if he's lying right now. He could okay. be He could be a, a bad alien. All right, I got to go. You're taking up too much of our time. <laughs> All right, I gotta go too because I'm really busy now. I'm working for Lucasfilm out no, here. No, you're not. Shut up. I can't just sit around talking to you guys all the time. I'm trying to help you, give you information, and you're being rude. All right, beat, beat. <laughs> Why? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Bad aliens really stink, like the mildew in your kitchen sink. Bad aliens really smell. Like the bottom of the wishing well in hell. Alright, it does seem as if number one, or Vladimir Putin as he's known now, was sent here from another planet to uh, stop the show. Just bring it to a halt. So I could see that. We'll take a break, we'll come back. It's the hideout. I can't believe somehow he suckered me into wasting a whole segment on him. UFO Phil. Well, he knows George Lucas now. No, I he think doesn't. it's important. UFOPhil.com. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I love them. UFOfilled.com. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's one of the things in my career that I regret most. What? When Tommy, when we were in D.C., was like, <laughs> hey, man, you got to check out this guy, UFO Phil. Let's interview him. Oh, my God. You're welcome. And then he never stopped calling after that. He literally... We even hung up we on him. We hung up on him three times during the interview. <laughs> he kept on calling back. Well, he doesn't call from a phone. He has these special wires that... Uh, trans- you sound like you're brainwashed. You're buying into it. 
I'm not so sure. At the end of that song, he said, you're uh, an alien disguised as a human. So yeah, I'm not I think so sure about you. I think uh, I'm a good alien. You're a bad alien. You're trying to turn us against UFO Phil. Yes, I'm trying to turn everyone against him. Makes sense. Whatever, Ragnus. By the way, um, did you see Buzz Aldrin, uh, speaking of space, says that it's now time that we get kids more interested and get them back into a realistic impression of space and space travel because they're kind of being thrown off by the whole Star Wars thing and that kids nowadays don't have a real appreciation for space and what it's like? I think it's time to blow up the moon. Dubs, here's my thought. Okay. And I want you to just think about it, okay? Mull it over. Now, I know people, I guess we're here. I guess, I don't know if the moon missions left from Cape Canaveral or not, because I'm an idiot and I didn't learn anything in school. But, do you... Yeah, you are an idiot. How can't you know that? You have no clue. Shut up. Cape what? Do you really think... Did I say Cape Cod? No. It's in Cape Canaveral. No. Do you think that we really went to the moon? Yes, I definitely do. Why can't we go back? We can. Who says we can't go back? We've been back many times. Remember when the president was trying to deflect from the war in Iraq and he said we're going back to the moon and everybody <laughs> laughed at him? He dropped that bit real quick. Yeah, I mean, that was... The, I mean, why would you uh, say, okay, we're going to go... Uh, why don't you say we're bringing bell bottoms back or something? You know, we've already no, kind of conquered that. Let me ask you this. When was the last time, supposedly, we went to the moon? Allegedly. When was the last time? Was it in the uh, 70s? No, 80s, wasn't it? I think we sent someone in the 80s, too. Did we? I think so. Somebody help. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. I mean, that, that that's like a normal trip for us now. Now we just do it for fun. We haven't been back. Yes, we have. In at least 20 years. No. you telling me we can't go to the moon? We can go there in two days. Well, let's do it. Why aren't we going? And how- Why would we? We've already been there. Our flag's there. That's not enough. What do we need to do? Colonize. Take our trash. Something. I would figure there would be some use for being on the moon. No. What, why would there be? There's nothing there. It's just a huge rock. I don't uh, you know, walk around on the beach and say, hey, what can I do with the sand? There's nothing there. I think there's a lot of opportunities we're missing out on. It could be a launching pad for Mars. Our, our Mars mission. I don't think we've been there, man. To Mars? No. The moon. I mean, how would we know otherwise? We, there's video. Come on. There's video of a lot of stuff. Yeah, but back then you couldn't fake that video. That video is too real. How would you know otherwise, though, if they hadn't... If they could have shot them up in space. They could have gone around in orbit and just said, hey, they're in the moon. We wouldn't have known. How would we have known? How would we have known that they had really gone I the moon? I think you're going a little bit too far on conspiracy on this one because they're, you know... Oh, any- what, there was a movie, Apollo 13? Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't make all these movies about if it was fake. Look, I'm just saying, why haven't we been back then? Why is it that we had to do this whole big thing, this moon initiative, that the president announced and laughed, and then everyone laughed at, when you would have just figured, okay, let's just grab the old equipment, we'll go back. But instead, it had to be this whole drawn-out thing where we go there in like five years. Look, I don't mean to be a conspiracy theorist. 
But I, mean, I, I mean, you know, if we go up there, though, then there's going to be a McDonald's up there. and that, you know, Great. Colonize. You want that? Would you want to go on space travel? No. I'm happy here. Don't you ever wonder, though, what it would... Like, you, don't you think it's great to look at the Earth from another perspective and be like, you know what? Realize how tiny we are. What, why am I mad at so-and-so? It just seems silly. Why am I mad at Chunks because he runs an awful loose ship? Do you think if you were uh, up in the uh, air like that and you looked down and saw how tiny everything was, you would that's what would happen to you? You'd get that perspective of, you know, it doesn't even matter. Not so much that it doesn't matter, but... Well, I, just uh, the, the hatred doesn't even matter. Yeah, it seems so stupid. To be fighting over things, to be so greedy. When you look and you you look at Mer- uh, Earth from this from that distant view, that's why I don't think we've been. Because that'd be the end of war if we did. Yeah. Imagine if you sent everybody to the moon. Everybody who's fighting right now, all these wars and stuff. Just had them sitting there on the moon, looking back at how pretty Earth is. It's like, what are you doing? You're trying to destroy this with your nuclear arms, idiots. And they would just leave them there. They can colonize the moon, then they blow up the moon. Let them blow up the moon. Don't mess with Earth. Fred, you're in the hideout. Oh, Jefe, you went back, go back to Mexico, you beamer. Is that what he called to say? Yes. That's the way you call screen. Thank you very much. I've trained you guys well back there. Actually, they had, to, line. they had to be coached. <laughs> actually, he uh, said he was going to say the F word a few times, so he actually oh. didn't quite say everything he was going to say. And so Chunk said, put him right up. You run a great trip. You run a great ship, Chunks. I didn't do anything. Obviously. I got the date of the last moon mission, if you want it. What is it? 1972. 80s. Right, why is it really... I think that was the last moon mission. That wasn't the last moon visit. All right, so we only went to the moon, what, for like three years? Yeah, uh, and then we, you know, it's a small place. You're telling me we gave up on the moon in 72. Why would we need anything else from there? Got rocks, some sand. This is the biggest racket, the biggest lie ever perpetuated. I don't think so. Don't you think it would have come out by now that it was a lie? It has. No, it hasn't. Not, not like in mainstream. Only on websites. You listen to REM a little bit too much. Michael Stipe knows a lot. A lot more than you. All right, speaking of websites, Jason, who was uh, he was in the Orlando area listening to us, and he said we were pimping out some websites. He was wondering which ones we were talking about. He's back in Tubgirl.com? Col- yeah, he's back in Colorado right now. Yeah, Tubgirl.com if you're over 18. LemonParty.org, my personal favorite. iHeartU.TK. SBKLive.com. <laughs> JimmyD.FM. No, he says, and don't give me JimmyD.FM, <laughs> because I went to five, I want five minutes of my life back after going there. Martha, you're in the hideout. What's going on, Martha? Hey, how's it going? Great. What's up, Martha? Hey. Um, my boyfriend also believes that we have not gone to the moon. What are his reasons? His reasonings are because when they show the video footage of the man holding the flag, the flag is um the flag is waving and because in outer space there's no wind, the flag shouldn't be waving. So he believes that it's all staged throughout sixty nine, that it was staged um because 
America didn't want it to seem like Russia or China, whoever went to the moon first, they did not want us to believe that we lost at something like going to the moon. So they staged all this. And this is his beliefs, and I think he's crazy. <laughs> I think I've actually seen this other places. Thank you, Martha. I think that's the big one I see at the, the, the flag waves, you know, and it's not supposed to. And did anyone else make it to the moon? How do you know the flag doesn't wave? How do you know there's no wind up there? There's no wind on the moon. Why? Why wouldn't there be? It's the moon. Why wouldn't there be wind, though? There's no atmosphere. There's no wind. There's a little wind. There has to be a little wind. The thing moves around. What, Putin? It's in motion. I made it to the moon. Okay, you're so weird. I mean, really. Way to train him, Chunks. What, are you shaking your head? Are you proud of what you got going on back there? Chunks. I wouldn't be. I, I can't help the fact that he's weird. If he says weird things, it's not like... It may as well be an abortion clinic back there, what you got going on on that side of the glass. It's not my fault, it's them. It's never your fault. It's never Chunks' fault. It's never the great Chunks. I tried hitting them. It doesn't work. They're very stubborn. What, Putin? What do you want? I also went to Mars. Okay, see? What is this? And this past weekend, I got back from Uranus. Okay, come on. What are no, we, in the third Chunks grade? jokes. Yeah, that sounds like something the Chunks write that down and slip it over to you on a piece of paper and say, hey, this would be funny. Taking it from Chunks stand-up. <laughs> Terry, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? What's, What's up? up? Hey, I've got a couple good ideas. I was thinking maybe for Chunks, uh, spin the bottle with a couple of gay gentlemen. <laughs> or... Or uh, possibly, if that's a little bit too much for him, um, how about um, dessert toppings on him with his diaper on, and um, maybe a shop uh, shop vac to turn the you know like a wet dry vac to get his you know uh, vacuumed off of him. All right, you know what, Terry? What's so funny is that we did something similar, where one of our old interns up at JFK had to eat chicken wings off of Chunks' new body. I think even better than that, we had a man doll up at the old station. And uh, we took the uh, member off the mandal and replaced it with a chicken wing, and uh, Chunks had to eat it off there. A drumstick. Yeah. We have video of that, too. I we li- never got that video done, though. I like the idea of uh, spin the bottle with Chunks. How about we do that on a Friday night when we got all the dudes in here? I like that. Yeah, like that's happening. Dude. You ain't never had a man kiss before? No, of course not. Don't, Why? Don't lie. Not on the lips. He only kisses the ones on his lips he loves, and he hasn't met that one yet. They neck a lot. A lot of man hickeys going on in him. Ah. I'm pretty girl, skipping to school with my books. Yippity-doo. See how excited you sounded? I think I was being sarcastic. Scott, you're in the hideout. Um, yeah, the whole flag on the moon thing waving. Mm-hmm. Um... It's, it's not because of wind like here on Earth, because there's no air up there, it's a vacuum. It's because of solar winds that come off the sun. Oh, really? It's it's all based off solar winds. It's hard to even think about, because it's not really wind, it's just like atoms moving around. All right. I think you, uh... I think you've bought into a lie. No. I think on this one, you, you have to fall in, because it's true. All right, now people are sending me all these, uh... Website saying the moon was a lie. These emails. By the way, the 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 one douche isn't listening tonight. He was listening last night. Sent us 21 emails. There's this guy who listened to the show in D.C. in Delaware, and 
He was sending me like links because he's one of these guys who also believes this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's crazy, and he was copying me or me, you, Ron and Fez, Larry King, Art Bell, Stern, and just like Bill O'Reilly, and just sending all these emails, copying all these people from the press. I'm like, oh, why do I have to be associated with you? Now you're going to get him nonstop. He's going to be copying you on everything. No. Leave me alone. No. Send him everything. Hefe wants to read your emails. All right, let's take a break while wow, we're late. Good job, chunks. I, great, I sh- great. tried telling you you didn't want to listen. You've been... Su- we, do we, we said we were going to have a heart-to-heart with him before the show. Or, before the show, we talked about that, right? Yeah. Do we still need to? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think we need to talk to him about, I don't know, if he really wants to be a part of real radio. Behavior, commitment, things that are lacking. Talent. I, the ability to be a leader. Take a break and we'll come back. Maybe Chunks will be here, maybe he won't. I'm hoping he just walks away. Just does everyone a favor. Just walk away. Keep on trucking, Chunks. Thanks, man. Actually, how about this? Jump in front of a truck. Big semi would be nice. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I am Al Hefe, and that's Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Is it Saturday night? Huh? That's what this song reminds me of. Oh, yeah, that was our uh, our opening song on Saturday nights, the old Saturday night show. Niente. Let's do this damn thing. Oh, God. Zach, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Zach. Hey, fellas. What do you got? Hey, man. That guy, well, everybody's been telling him about this moon thing is full of crap, dude. It had nothing to do with solar winds or any kind. There is no wind on the moon. If they got hit by solar winds, they'd be dead. Uh, the government decided to put, when they sent them up there to, to post the flag... They put metal rods through it and kind of wrinkled it up so it would appear to be waving to, I guess, inspire people with awe at the greatness of the American flag or some crap like that. <laughs> I, that, 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 that. That sounds like the biggest conspiracy, like, lie of them all, but thank you. Well, dude, this, this whole conspiracy theory was, was perpetuated by the same idiots at Fox that brought us the alien autopsy and all those Roswell specials. And the people that believe these these conspiracy theories are the same people that believe that that Saddam Hussein had mass weapons of mass destructions. You know, I mean, that's 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 what's wrong with this country. Is we'll believe anything. Yeah, I hear. Well, thank you, Zach. But see, I'm I'm different though. I don't believe he had weapons of mass destruction, and I believe I was don't believe well, went to the moon. Well, basically, what you believe is that our government is completely corrupt. Yes, like, they are corrupt. I'll give you that, but I don't think they uh, are completely. Why have we not been back to the moon then? What's the point? There was no... cost a lot of money to go there. There weren't weapons of mass mass destruction, as it turns out. No, there's just as many on the moon. I agree, but you know. Yeah, we would have been better served looking for them on the moon. As I think that's to where Saddam's hiding them. He shipped them all up to the moon. 
Do you believe that there uh, that we have that little roving thing taking pictures of uh, of Mars right now? Do you believe that? Yes. Why? Because it's realistic to send a robot. I mean, it's way further than the moon, though. If we can send a robot to uh, Mars, I think we can send a human to the moon. It's just like a couple more miles. (laughs) It's more than a couple miles. It's like two or three inches on a map. On a big solar system map, yes. I was was taught, like, whenever you look at a map, you're like, your finger's right there, like an inch. That's like a mile. So it's not only a couple miles? No, no, it's millions, probably. Ah, damn it. Once again, I was let down by the uh, by the teachings school system. Yeah. Well, those textbooks are a lie anyway. That is true. You see a lot of times in textbooks where they uh, they tend to gloss over things. Yeah, over in Russia, they have uh, they uh, in their new textbooks, they're downplaying everything. Um, there's been a whole lot of things like uh, I guess a big thing over in Russia is. Uh, there is a blockade where a bunch of uh, Nazi troops killed 1.7 million people, and in the in the textbook, only thing uh, the Russian textbook says is German troops blockade, and that's it. And they don't say they killed 1.7 million people. Nothing. Wow, they just like literally four words. Yeah, just uh, glanced over it. What's this in? What's, what's... this is uh, in the the most uh, popular history textbook. Handed out in Russia. Wow. But see, I've heard about, like, American textbooks running that same bit, too. Where, you know, eh, we just kind of kind of gloss over this stuff. And another thing in the Russian textbook, the Holocaust is never mentioned. What? Not even the word Holocaust is put in there. And that's in the, uh, the history book that most schools are using over in Russia. Wow. What, Putin? Don't even. Just don't do it if it's not going to be funny. In fact, just don't I do it. I guess we're anyway. talking about his homeland, so. Yeah. And the intern wants to chime in, but I'd rather he not. Yeah, because I, I just said Holocaust isn't in the book, and I know where he's going with it. Yeah, don't. Just shut it. But so you think American textbooks are going to do the same angle? Yeah, I think they uh, they already st- have started. I think this is more extreme in Russian. I think American textbooks are going to follow suit with it. Maybe calling it like the lukewarm war. Instead of the Cold War? Yeah, it wasn't that cold. It was lukewarm. MLK assaulted. That would be off. Yeah. They don't want to get too violent in these books anymore. So it would also be JFK assaulted. Oh, yeah, definitely. That station sucks. There was a semi-long war in Vietnam. Yeah, it was was kind of long, and it was uh, not as well supported. President Clinton gives a woman a hug. You think they, that's that's where they're going to gloss it yeah. over in the American textbook? Yeah, he, uh, he just uh, hugged a woman. America puts explosives in Nagasaki and Hiroshima? You think yeah. that would actually go so far in our American textbooks to say they just put explosives? It's going to call it dynamite. Communism doesn't do as good as planned. Other ways of just glossing over history here in America? Or just history overall. Yeah. German leader has mild dislike for Jewish people. Yeah, he really... At he, least they would mention did, it. Or maybe even just German leader doesn't believe in the Jewish religion. Yeah. 
At least they mention it, though, yeah. unlike in the Russian textbooks where they don't even mention the Holocaust. I've actually heard something like this maybe being put in American textbooks. Africans given free boat ride. No. That'd be wrong. Um, now, that, that's not even downplaying it. That's totally reversing it and making it sound like it's a good thing. But I'm telling you, man, you can't always believe what you read in these books because they leave stuff out. Or they gloss it over or it's like a, like a paraphrase. Like, it, here's one when we were growing up. Native American population thins. Are you serious? That's all it said. Native American population thins. Isn't that so odd in the stuff that they will gloss over, but they'll take a lot of time into like real stupid stuff like you know, chopping down a cherry tree? Right. Everybody knows that story. Everybody knows the log cabin. Lies, lies, lies. They aren't lies. They just uh, focus on the wrong things in these books. I still think it was lies. What, you didn't think he chopped down a cherry tree? No, I've even heard he didn't. How dare you? What, Putin? I was going to say, my American history textbook talked about this thing. I'm not sure if you guys know about it. It's called the, tra- the Trail of Tears with the Native Americans. Tears. Apparently, Apparently they wandered around in the woods for a while and they tore up their clothing or something. No, 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 Trail of Tears. Yeah, Tears. Those tears. No, tears. My textbook said tears. I swear. <laughs> That's just sad now. That's just really sad. And why would they be tearing up their clothing? You idiot. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You don't even remember the Indian crying when someone threw Stop. a... Stop. Uh, what? The commercial? Someone throws out some uh, litter? Indian I, with one tear? I do remember that. It's the sad. Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. I hate to be a guy who doesn't believe anything anymore, yeah. but I feel like I'm that jaded. Where well, you feel like you've been lied to a lot, and that happens, you know? History books leaving out things, not knowing whether or not we really went to the moon. Oh, we went to the moon. Please. No doubt about that, but yeah, your history books do leave a lot of stuff out. Jose, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Jose? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I was uh, talking about that uh, back when I, was, when I was in school. They talked about that the that Africans paid to ship get shipped over here to work. <laughs> they paid? Please, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, but how how uh, little was slavery covered when you were? It was nothing. Yeah, it was very very little. You know what we did? We watched Roots. We didn't even do that. No? Uh uh-uh. uh. Which was cool because you got to spend, uh, I guess we spent four days on it, so that's longer than you get on a lot of stuff. Right. No, we didn't even do that. I really feel cheated. There's a lot of stuff you didn't learn about. You learn a lot about, about a lot of stupid stuff in high school, too. Stuff you'll never use again. But some, there's something about American history or world history overall that teaches you. More than you could ever know, you know, that teaches you, if you know the past, you are tending to know the trends of the future. Oh, you would think. And you think that would be a major thing that they want covered. Nah. We don't have time for that. we gotta, we got to make sure that they pass their uh, their exit exams. Yeah. Instead of actually learning. Well, you can't be left behind. No child can be. Please. 
presidents left so many children behind. It's sick. It's just sickening. Well, I'm going to be there to pick them up. Stop. That's, huh? that's even creepier. That's sicker. I'm here to teach. To love. What did we learn in history class? Yeah, it's very difficult to figure out what you learned and remember anything you spent a considerable amount of time on. I remember my high school uh, history teacher, American history, mm-hmm. was my baseball coach, <laughs> Coach Garner. And you know what he would do during Fill out the lineup. The lineup for the for the game. Well, he teaches you America's pastime, baseball. I was a freshman. That's history for you. I was a freshman in his class, and I wasn't on varsity yet. It's time to talk about one of our founding fathers, Ty Cobb. You know what he would do? What? Uh, everything. We had to watch John Wayne. That's how we learned John Wayne movies. You know what? John Wayne is one of the things that always pisses me off, that if you're a guy, you're supposed to love John Wayne. You know, that's a dude thing to love, but I can't handle him. I hate John Wayne, too. That's one. Is there anything, like, really dude-like, you know, like manly that you can't get into, but, you know, all the manly men are? NASCAR, monster trucks, hunting, Paintball. hunting. Yeah, I just can't get into that kind of stuff. Ex- and John Wayne movies. Maybe we're not real men. I guess not. I don't like Too Fast, Too Furious either, or Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I don't like which ca- those are uh, men movies. Yeah, I don't like cars. No. I'd rather just get a bike. Are we are we just a couple of sissies? I guess we're just a couple of femmes sitting here. We're looking for you guys to say no. You're not. You're really butch. That's <laughs> that's where you step in. <laughs> hmm. Like what do you like, Dubs? Your cat. I love my cat. And I watch girlfriends. <laughs> I love uh, and I love uh, Friends the TV show. Ugh. I like my name is Phil. UFOphil.com. We are. We're a couple of sissies. When you think about it, when I when I'm sitting here thinking about sitting on my couch with my cat, watching my friends' DVDs and Desperate Housewives and Desperate Housewives, which I love. Wow, man. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to be thrown off, but we just yeah. had a we just had one of those epiphanies. We're girly men. Maybe we need to start buying 12 gauges. Yeah, we just need to be into, like, big boobs and guns and trucks and yeah. stuff. And, Hepe, don't you wear nylons around the house? Shut too? up. No, I don't. It's, it's Under Armour. You have a sleigh bed, don't you? Yes, I do. You said sleigh, right? Yeah, sleigh. <laughs> okay. Damn it, man. I want to be a dude. Yeah, I want to be a manly man that everybody likes. I want to own power tools. I have no need for a power yeah. tool. But I, you know what? I'm going to get a circular saw just so I can be a man. You know what I keep my tools in? A caboodle. My ex-chick had... Right next to your curling iron. My ex-chick had kept them in the caboodle. I love this show, too. And she was like, here, you can have the tools. And she hands, hands me the purple caboodle. And I'm like, all right, great. What's a caboodle? Uh, one of those things like a makeup carrier, like a big makeup carrier. He has it sitting on top of his vanity. I have one of those. Do God you? damn it, man. We're just... We got... We need to, like... You know what I was doing this weekend? What? Giving myself a pedicure. What? I ain't never even done that. My girlfriend has this like nice little pedicure set where you, like, you can file down everything with like this power 
That's my power tool. There's this pedicure thing. And I just sit there working my nails with it. It feels great. I soak my feet, too. Man, what do real dudes do on the weekend? They're working on their cars. Yeah. I've never even opened my hood. Man, we got to become real men fast. Yeah. This is this isn't good. I'm talking about. I got to cancel my pottery class. Hey, but you go tanning. Oh, <laughs> wait. Hey, you wear a fanny pack. Oh. <laughs> guess that's not helping. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we need a couple chicks up here to show us their boobs so we can be men. Seriously. But they get up here, we're going to try to get them to jazzercise with us or something gay. As long as they're topless, I don't care. Hey, what kind of yoga do you do? I haven't gone that far yet. I have thought about it. I've thought about, you know, having yogurt for breakfast every morning. That seems kind of femme, too, to me now. Now thinking about it, I should be having a steak for breakfast. Yeah, like a McGriddle or something. Some a lot of calories, a lot of cholesterol. Yeah. Instead of oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to do this weekend, Dubs? Well, I can break the pedicure setback out. While we watch the Desperate Housewives reruns? And tuck. Take a break and come back. You have very soft hands, Hepe. I actually do. Do you exfoliate? Yes. Who doesn't? I'm just really saddened by the fact <laughs> of how much a sissy men we are. <laughs> now, like, do you ever... Uh, we're as close to getting... What parts of your body do you shave? We're as close to being homosexual without being, as you, I think you can be. Do you, Except, uh, do you shave any odd parts of your body? I shave my toes. What? All right, that's just over the top. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about what dudes talk about. Guns. Trucks. And Slayer. And girls. Next in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. That's so hot. What's up, dude? Let's go get some bitches after this. Go show them hoes we're all about. Yeah. Actually, I saw two girls in the hallway, and uh, there was some like huge guy, though. I don't know what that's all about. Go, go find out. Go yeah, do let's go beat him down. Chunks, go find out what's going on. We can always count on Chunks. No, he can't. Obviously, he's going to come back. Nothing's going to happen. He's going to stick his hand down the toilet. So hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Now, how can we butcher us, uh, ourselves up? That's what I want to know. How can we become men? Girl have, mullet. Have sex with du- uh, chicks? What? <laughs> Mark that. Oh, no one's around to do it. 10, 18, 45 seconds. Mike, you're in the hideout. Yeah, you guys want to be real men. You don't smoke weed all day. Have sex. Put a theater. Take a crap in the back. All right, he's cutting out on it. But I think he said we need to smoke weed, have a lot of sex. And then take a dump in the back of a movie theater. All right. I can do that. I'm writing that down. All at once. I'm going to get the movie theater thing. 407-916-1041. Sounds like a manly thing to do, though. We've taken our shirts off in a movie theater before. 
Should we take our shirts off now? Do you think we'd be more manly? No. No. No, I'm not comfortable with that anymore. You're so hairy. Come on, man. <laughs> You're hairy. You're a dude. You're supposed to be hairy. Between your nipples and my hair. Imagine if we had a baby. No. See, this is what I'm talking about. This keeps us from being dudes. This whole thing right here. <laughs> Chunks, what happened? Where are those girls? I didn't see any girls out there. Go run around to every radio station in the compound. See what's happening. Really? Yeah. All right, I got it. Did take, you see the take guy? Take your phone. Hey, did you see that big guy out there? No. No. Go take your phone. Give us a call. Dude. Look for chicks. Bateman, go handle the talk and roll controls. He should be the femme. Who? Chunks? Yeah. He already is. I know, but right now, when I'm looking at everything, he seems a little more butch than us. Yeah, I'm gay. Or not. Maybe not. All right, Wolf Point says... Taken. We got to carry pocket knives. <laughs> pocket knives are butterfly knives. Swiss Army. Do you, do you have uh, one of those... Uh, I used to have a Swiss Army knife. I used to have a Swiss Army one. I also had this Leatherman, which was really good. Need to get a Leatherman. Maybe we should eat venison. Yeah. I don't like that, though. Tastes too gamey. You're such a woman. Come on, I'm trying to butch us up over here. Hmm. And all you are is being a chick over there. Why don't you go fight a bear? I'll yeah. do it. Bring a bear on. A big burly bear. And I'll fight it. James, you're in the hideout. Hey, James. Hey, get a, get a hotel and buy you a $5 whore and teabagger. All right. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I don't really like tea, though. Stop. I do. I like uh, cherry I like have a tea party. At lemonparty.org. Right, that's not helping us be men over 18. <laughs> or if your parents aren't around. No. I guess, I guess over <laughs> 18. Over 18. I guess real men wouldn't laugh at lemonparty.org. Maybe real men get disgusted at that. But I, if it, if a real man's supposed to be like some homophobic dude, then that's not me. Well, maybe that's what we need to be. Homophobes? I guess. No. I guess if that's what men are. I'd rather not be a real man. Let's then. get born again. <laughs> Let's be. Let's be good Christians. Yes. Maybe we should. Uh, real men are Christians. How about homophobic we... and they eat a lot of meat? How about we do a lawn or like we know. Like we lawn, go mow a lawn or something. Man, I shouldn't be crossing my legs like this either. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm really, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> those of you listening to The Hideout. But we really just, I maybe it was glaringly obvious to you, but we just realized how femme we are. And it really, oh, we aren't menly men. And it really kind of bums, because I like, we like to think we watch football and basketball, but that's about all we do that dudes do. Yeah, we enjoy the football. Chunks. Yeah. You finding those ladies yet? No, man, I can't find any women around here. Then why are you calling? Because I'm just letting you know I'm giving you an update. You know, I didn't want you guys to worry. I was gone a long time. Hey, do me a favor. What part of the compound are you on? Uh, I'm trying to go. I'm going down to the third to look now. All right, how about you do this? So why don't you take a shortcut out the window? Yeah. Why don't you go upstairs instead to the roof and jump off of it? Mm, yeah. Be a man. Then I die. I die. Perfect. I hate vagina. You know, 
that I guess that is the only, the only manly thing we do is watch sports. And I get pissed off when they put the camera on the uh, the cheerleaders. I'm like, get back to the game. Oh boy, this isn't helping our cause. Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout. I, Poppy, come hang out with me for a couple nights. I kind of see you'll be a man again, oh, Poppy. Damn, no. <laughs> I think we might need to give Jeff Arena a visit. No. Become men. That's not gonna. That no. That's not. That's gonna put us over the top the other way. Alan, you're Working in the hideout. Working cabin boy. Alan, what? Alan, yeah. I uh, was going to invite you guys to join me at the uh, gun range. I've got uh, several weapons you could uh, borrow and uh, and shoot. Do you become more manly from shooting a gun? Do you feel? Yeah. Does does that something where it's like um, the testosterone will shoot up or something like that? Yeah, most people think so. Uh, but I, have, I used to have a girlfriend who used to uh, shoot better than I did. Wow. All right, hold on a second. We'll get your number. Hold on, Alan. Yeah, we might okay. want to do that. Go out shooting a gun. Maybe we should start off with like a musket. How about BB? Go gun? back to our roots. Slingshot. I like a slingshot. I gotta tell you though, I'm against guns. What do you mean you're against guns? I just don't like them. You don't think anybody should have them? No, I think everybody could be. Able, you can have them if you want to. I don't care about that. I just personally don't like them. Mm. I have no need for a gun. Yeah, but if you're just if it's not your gun, you're just going to a shooting range. No, they scare me. Why? To me, no good can happen when a gun's around. You're at a shooting range. Good can happen, you can hit the bullseye. That's good. Or you could be like those parents where your kid walks behind the uh, the target and you shoot him in the head. Good thing I don't have any kids. Maybe that's why I need a baby to raise as a man. Oh, come on. And teach him manly things. Maybe that would re- rejuvenate my manliness. Pat, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Pat. Yep. Hey. You guys need to get a bike, get a car, get something, build it together. Or build it by yourselves. Get some grease into your knuckles. Bust your, bust your knuckles up a little bit. So we get need to... Brakes, man. To be a man. Build a car. Build a car. How do you build a car? That seems too complicated. Yeah. You know what I'd rather do? I'll build a model. What I'd rather do than build a car? Play with dolls. No, I'm not playing with dolls. Come on, I'm not that femme. Hmm. Uh, wax myself. Because I got I like to be smooth in certain areas. Well, this is really disappointing. I have a landing strip. Is that femme? That's so hot. No, I don't think so. Okay. Good. Does your chick like it? Yeah, she digs it. I like to stare at it in the mirror more, though. <laughs> and then you talk and you pretend like you're your sister? Mm-hmm. Except skinnier? Very much so. Didn't your mom call you during the show? Yeah. For what? She needed my address. Which sucks because, you know, she calls me in the middle of a segment. And my grandpa is on his deathbed right now, so I'm waiting for the death call. And I have to wait till the end of the segment. That's on my mind, not the show at the time. And when she calls and leaves me a message, she needs my address so she can send me a invitation to my cousin's wedding. What? Yeah. Are you going? I might. It's over the weekend. It's like not for a while. It's not for another couple months. Can I go? If you want to, you can come with me. Really? Yeah. Why? Can I go to the wedding instead? No. Why would you go to my... 
Not- my cousin's wedding. Because we all share. It's the communist way, comrade. All right, shut up, Putin. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> you don't get to share in the joy that is a now, Johnson wedding. Ugh. Now, yeah. the comrade over there, he's a man. He rides a bike. Maybe we can learn from him. Like a motorcycle? Yeah. I don't know. But you know what we need to do? We need to stop shaving. We need to stop bathing. I don't want to stop that. Roll up in our boxers and t-shirts. Maybe I should carry my uh, my cigarettes in my sleeve. Okay, pony boy. Maybe that would be more manly. Maybe we need hair gel. Stick gold. Cigars. Yeah, maybe I should switch to cigars. Oh, whatever, dude. It's a lost cause. Maybe a pipe. Ew. That's the whole Put problem. Put my mouth around a pipe. Obviously, you're a lost cause. I'm going to just try to save myself. You're too far gone. No, come on. We need to, you know, band together to be men. We. This is when we need each other more than ever. Sounds so gay. That's not going to help our, our uh, butchness. What, Putin? I was just going to say, Ernest Hemingway's three rules for being a man were... Plant a tree, write a book, and kill a bull. Wow. I guess uh, I need to start from square one, then. I haven't done either. And who's this Ernest guy? Was that the guy in the movies? Ernest goes to Hollywood? (laughs) That was his brother. Okay. All right. Well, then I may even know who he is. Yeah. Quick break. Hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, half and dubs, trying to be real men. Two radio hosts will scratch your eyes out. What? That is not a new logo. <laughs> I don't want that on any t-shirts or bumper stickers or anything. Daily promo. Charlie, you're in the hideout. Okay. Hey, am I on? Yeah, it's you, bro. Awesome. All right, I know. I got a great idea how you guys can be real men. Okay. Okay, you can build a car if you want to. You can shoot a gun if you want to. But a real test is the test of the fight. I think one of you guys, both of you guys actually, should put on some boxing gloves and go out and just beat each other. All right, we did that. Yeah, we fought before. And Hefe is such a thumb, he didn't even fight back. Yeah, I just took the punches. He's the bottom in the relationship. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you, so the top you, in this relationship. No, no you, you bit your lip and took it. And see, this, this conversation, this right here isn't helping. Todd, you're in the hideout. Hey, Todd. I got, I got two things. Get rid of that fat queer chunks and go out and get some penis enlargements. You know, maybe that'd be something. I, and I know he was just kind of running a bit there, but an enlargement, you know, you just feel more manly with some big, like, uh, porn size. God, I wish. I really am embarrassed of my size. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you're an any. <laughs> Come on. How'd you know? <laughs> like a turtle. Now, do you think uh, your uh, your feminist or our feminist uh, as a whole has something to do with uh, our would, upbringing? We are both raised by single mothers. Yeah, true. Absolutely, no doubt. Now, tell me, uh, tell me if you've had any of these toys when you were growing up. Did you have pound puppies? Pound puppies. 
Most cute little Son dogs. Son of a bitch, I did have a pound puppy. I had a little brown one. Floppy ears. Did you have a bright light? God damn it. <sighs> yes. Did you have a baton? No. I no? didn't I didn't have a baton. Come on. Do you have any kind of unicorns? No. But I'm not I'm, I'm doing right now I'm two for four. Strawberry shortcake. <sighs> There's I, no eh. Yeah, I mean you don't have to have the main doll, but even if you had like the, the little thing the There was a book. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any puppets? Yes. Ugh. Of course. Marionette? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Care Bears. Yes, I had a Care Bear. I had the blue one, though, the dude one. I had the dude Care Bear. What'd you do to him? Cabbage Patch? God damn it. You had a Cabbage Patch kid? Well, I was, but I was like, I was raised with like, you know, my cousins and we all made our own. Raggedy Ann and Andy? No. Did you? Please, no? come on. Hmm. Did you have any kind of, uh, did you have a Tweety Bird stuffed animal? No Tweeties. Polly Pocket? No. Hmm. Anything Elmo? No, I didn't like Elmo. Did you have some kind of rage towards him? <laughs> it's probably why I hate emo. Caw, caw! I destroy says join the Marines. We'll make men out of two of you, please. The last thing you want me is in the uh, armed services. Do you have any Barbies? No. Or did you ever play with them? Yes. I had the Barbies. The bar Barbie when I was around, Barbie was always having sex with Ken. Though eyes would stomp on their heads. <laughs> no. That's playing with them. And mm. you pull that head off and laugh and giggle. Now, when you were making her and Ken have sex. Would you do it in the house? Somehow like, she uh, was... Like the uh, the Barbie house? No, it was in the pink Corvette. He was in receiving somehow. No. <laughs> Ken's a man's man. He's the kind of man I want to be. No. You say Ken, so. Ken was not a man's man. Here. Ken had uh, had lipstick on. He did? Yeah. Oh, well, then I don't want to be him. He wore like cardigan sweaters and stuff. Yeah, he was... That's the way dudes dress. <laughs> no, not really. I think we dress kind of dude-like. Yeah, you look... Here's the thing. We're fake dudes. Yeah. You look at us, we look like dudes. We look like manly men. Like That's num- why we always get invited to do stuff we don't want to do. Like number two. Hold on, let's stand up for number two. She's hey, do you guys want to go to the figure eight? Number two, do we look like men's men? Baseball hats? Nike shirts? Yes. We look like dudes, don't we? You definitely do. But we don't act like them. Not for the most part. <laughs> That's not in my iPod, by the way. Hmm. That's not either. Amanda. It's on high rotation. Amanda, you're in the hideout. Amanda. Hello. What do you hey, got? Hey, Amanda. What do you got? Amanda, I think you're going to go play paintball. Paintball? I can't play paintball. I don't like being shot at. <laughs> <laughs> he really is the biggest girl when you shoot at him with like a paintball gun. I, he goes and hides. I froze up when I went and played paintball at a radio station event. I hid because I didn't like being shot at. How about you just come up here and do stuff? <laughs> yeah, come on, seriously. We need to pick you get it up. with balls. David, you're in the hideout. Hey, I got a great idea on how you guys can be real men. Okay. Punch each other in the balls. 
One of you, both of you, I don't care. Just do it. Right here on the radio. Do you want to do that? I want to punch each other. Chunks, get in here. I'm a real man. No, we have to take the hurt. I'm not doing it. We have to take the pain. Then I'm fam. Come on. No. No. Isolate. Do you want to do that? Idiot, that's going on the air. How retarded are you? (laughs) God damn it, how retarded are you? If anything pushes me up, it's chunks at imbecile. No, I think that even makes you a little bit more. I think we need to hit each other. I'm not going to know. How about in the stomach? How about the back of the head? (laughs) No, we aren't donkey punching each other. No. I want to be hit. Be men. That's not what men do. Men, Men hit each other. Men have sex with chicks. And then they punch a dude in the face. Get in here, chunks. No, you gotta take a hit too. I don't take hits. I don't take anything. I think you do. I think you're hiding something now. I think you're scared. Can we give a prize to the first hot chick that comes up here? <laughs> no. Why? Isn't there all be- we got some coming up tomorrow? Hmm. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Take a break and we'll come back. Dude. <sighs> All right, let's talk about something else, because this has really depressed me. I'm not hitting you, and you're not hitting me. Come on, man. We already did that. We did a whole bit up in D.C. with Ron and Fizzle. We kicked each other in the nuts. So? That should have made us men. They did for two years. Our, our man time has run out. Now we're femme. Dick the sidekick here in the hideout. Hey, Dick. Yes, Pepsi. What is the first three, three things that come to your mind when I say the word Pepsi? All right, you can't say that. I thought he said Pepsi. That's what I thought he said. I thought he said uh, something else or something oh. like that. What? I don't even know what you're talking about, for real. That's what I thought he said. Hmm, whatever. <laughs> Take a break, we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch, wrapping it up, the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am Hefe. At, um. That's Fem Dubs. How dare you? And, um. I'm trying look- to make us men here. I'm trying to get us to punch each other. Let's take a look at the Hideout headlines. Um. President Bush today dismissed a human rights report as absurd for its harsh criticism of the U.S. treatment of terrorist suspects at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, saying the allegations were made by prisoners who, quote-unquote, hate America. (laughs) Um, Amnesty International put together the report and compared Guantanamo to the Soviet-era gulag. Now, what's odd is that there are other things President Bush considers absurd, along with human rights. Yeah, he doesn't think that it's absurd to uh, treat people like that in Guantanamo, but you know he also doesn't think the proper English. He thinks that's absurd. I hear he finds the ballast budget absurd. Yeah. He, the biggest thing that hit me was he finds logic absurd. So that's odd. The idea of a spell check is absurd to the president. <laughs> so is freedom of choice. Yeah, for women. 
It's absurd. And the concept of uh, a peaceful Muslim is just absurd. He doesn't think there is a peaceful one out there. What's crazy is the way that we look to the rest of the world Yeah. when you do things like this. We look like mad dogs right now. Yeah. Everyone, it just, and our standing in the world right now is just so awful. And you know, you throw a couple fluffy news stories out there and everybody looks the other way. Right. Everybody exactly. in this country. Exactly. Oh, no. it's not that bad. Not paying attention. In the meantime, the rest of the world thinks we're uh, idiot, mad dog, John Wayne wannabes. You know? You know, I don't really like a John Wayne movie. That's one of the doodly things I just... We don't... already talked about that. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought I could, you know, tie that in. Stop. Is there any manly stuff that you don't... Stop, shut up. Huh. Speaking of manly things and dudes, um, sadly, doctors reveal that G-strings are bad for women's health. What? And should be bad. I'm dumping that. The G-string can um, abrade and injure the sensitive skin around the genital area, especially if they're too tight or made with badly stitched material. I can't believe I've got to stop wearing them. So here's what I said. Wait, so it's, it only does that for women now that wear them? Yes. Oh, so it doesn't oh. matter then. Yeah, we're fine. Here's what we do. We start up a collection of these evil things. The doctors? No, G-strings. For guitars? No. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, I say, yeah, every woman brings up her G-strings so we can, you know, keep them away from them. And, you know, make sure that they do not uh, abrade their skin anymore. This is the last thing we want you to do is be irritated down there, ladies. Yeah, so. Here's what I'm going to start. Chunks? Yeah. This is your mission for tomorrow. Yes. We're going to get a big box, and we're going to have you we're go. We're going to call your mom. What? Sideburns. She's got sideburns down there. No, no, she doesn't. Seriously. <laughs> Stupid. Here's what I like to do. Big flaps. That's so hot. Get rid of those evil G-strings. Come up to the Clear Channel compound in the studio wearing a skirt and take your G-string off. And drop them in the box. And say, you do not want to be a part of this, this fascist G-string movement going on right now. That you don't want to hurt yourself down there. Yeah, you want to uh, free yourself from the tyranny of the G-string. Because it's bad for you. And what we want to do is collect your G-strings. And wear them on our heads. Do a little dance, call ourselves Vikings. They have to come up here wearing a a short skirt. Yes, of course. I said that. Oh, I was looking at pictures. (laughs) Of G-strings? Yeah. If you would like to volunteer for this. This guy must work out. If you would like to volunteer for this, tomorrow, the G-String Freedom Crusade. Yes. Operation Enduring... Strings. Enduring um, Sensitive Skin... Come into the hideout tomorrow night. How about the G-string along? And we uh, end up taking all these G-strings, tying them together, and wrapping them around the clear channel compound, saying, hey, these doors are locked until we get rid of all these G-strings. You know what they recommend? Granny panties. Hot? Granny panties are the way you go from now on. 
So give us your dirty G-strings. We prefer don't wash them. Maybe we should uh, go buy a bunch of granny panties, and then there's like a trade. We could do an exchange program yeah. so that you're not you know, hurting yourself down there. What, Putin? Are these those Christian scientists that came out with this study? I don't know. All I'm saying is we need to hop on board with this. We need and to help co- out. Collect women's G strings. Yeah, yeah. I say. I, I want to make a um, little note. Please wash them if you're not attractive. I don't think it matters. Hmm. All right. Well, you get the ugly ones then. I get them all. It's my idea. I'm the one saving the world from G strings. Even the dudes that come in? <laughs> no, dudes are fine. Yeah, they they don't have a problem with G-strings. Their uh, their stuff doesn't get irritated by them. This is going on in Germany, and we want to be the first ones to bring this band to America. We're making the band. So chunks tomorrow. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give you one of those little uh, we're gonna box like a box or a bag or something. You'll be the G-string Gustavo. We'll send you around Central Florida asking chicks for their G-strings, reading the study to them. Awesome. However, first you go uh, to nursing homes. Yeah, you got to make sure that... You always look out for the elderly first. Yeah, I mean, they have to be safe first. They've lived their life. They're wise. They'll be able to teach the other generation if... Uh, also, they need you at the nursing home. Apparently, they need they drop their keys in the toilet. Ah. They need you to help them get it out. All right. And by the way, dudes, like, you know, dudes, you got a chick or something, uh, wife, girlfriend, it's imperative. It's your duty as a man who loves her to bring her up to the station. We'll even go so far as to give you prizes for your G-strings. You bring her up to the station. As long as she's wearing a short skirt and she takes off her G-string, we can send you home with, like, a T-shirt or a koozie or something. You know, A something, koozie for the coochie. You know, something. All right, you know what? There it is. That's the campaign. Koozie for coochies. I like that. We're saving this world one sensitive pelvic area at a time. It's going to be so much fun. Who knew that giving back to the community could be this fun? Maybe some people will throw a razor in. And for depending on how you look. <laughs> used. <laughs> and abused. Now it's kind of worn down a little bit. And feel free to send pictures to us, too. Aren't you getting enough over there, anyway? I never get enough. They sort of slow down right now, too, anyway. Bateman at WTKS. Send them right there, dudes. No! He'd prefer you being banana hammocks. (laughs) Extra banana. All right, how about this? The the G-string fling. I like that, too. That's a good name. We're taking. Here's the thing. We're take. We can only save you if you get up here and give us your g-string. Groups of four to six women at a time. So make your reservation now. Bateman at wtks.com or oh. myspace.com/slash/tommybateman. Slash El Jefe Seven. But whatever. Who? All right. All right. Let me write this down. G-string fling. I'm serious. This is going to be our crusade. Are those people wanting reservations for their chicks tomorrow? Chunks, where would you like to start? Where would you like to go first other than the nursing homes? (laughs) Jeez, I don't know. That one sounds so appealing. 
Mental institution? Don't don't you dare say uh, elementary school. Come on. Never. All right, you know. Never going to allow that. <laughs> By the way, also too, J-Dubs, one final thing as we wrap up the hideout headlines. I got a stunt for your cat, Sadie Lou. Because we think we're going to do a pet page for yeah. you and you and Bateman of your pets. Drunk man kills cat with his bare hands. Um, I want bare hands. The, cur- the security guard <laughs> heard my cat screaming and went to see what was happening. The man was on his knees. Ew. Um, choking Sadie Lou on the floor of his boat. Why? The, se- the security guard shouted to him to stop, but he refused. Then broke Sadie Lou's neck and threw her in a flower bed. What an a-hole. I'd like to make that happen if possible. No. You're going to kill my cat. You know, all I do is give ideas, and all you do is shoot them down. How about, you know, where we take two big hands, two big bare hands, and pet Sadie Lou? I would be down with that. All right, how about we do this? We put Sadie Lou in the same cage as a bear down at the zoo. No. <laughs> Guess we'll see you guys tomorrow for the G-string fling. Coochies and koozies. <laughs> Do you have any koozies to give away? We'll find some. Even after yeah. we have to go to a sister station, we'll make it happen. Um, wake up with the monsters of the morning. Shannon Burt, middays. Phillips, finally afternoon. We're back. I think at uh, seven. Nice. I know. Thanks for doing our homework, too, by the way, on Real Radio. Uh, yeah, we God, appreciate that. That's also very nice of you. Uh, don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. That's so hot. I just Googled my dad. Oh, God, no more. Douche chill. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a dirty slut. Flyers. That's so hot. My fingers smell pretty. I go to gay bars. I hate vagina. Shut up, Todd. I'll be making love to a man. Yeah, I'm gay. 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 I'm a dirty slut. Yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. That's so hot. Oh, God, no more. Oh, God, no more. I want the poll. No, I oh God, poll. no more. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.